0: Welcome to Barker and Brasky, making it small in music. Um, I am Mike yes. Snyder Barker. It's I nice am. to meet you. It's nice to be met. And you know, I, I love music. You know, I've loved music since I was uh, probably an embryo.
1: How about you, Chris? Well. I don't know if I could go back to the embryonic stage, possibly fetus, but not embryo.
2: Now I go. Ah.
1: <laughs> you know, well, I is is that that you know, I got to use that class in developmental biology. But uh yeah, I am I am your co-host of Making It Small in Music and I'm feeling particularly small today. So I believe that I am I am definitely up for it and musical. I am small and musical, so All right. I, I am good to go. And we'd like to introduce our special guest.
0: Um, another person that's in the community of the small music world, Phil Mack. Hi, Phil.
2: Hey, how you doing, Mike?
0: All right. How does it feel being small with us?
2: Um, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm okay with the small reference. I'm probably microscopic. But um size wise, weight wise, I know I am not small. So. Uh, thanks for uh, having I, me. I, hey, Chris. You're welcome.
1: You know, I, um, I could afford to be a little bit physically smaller as well. Yeah, I'm working on it.
0: Yeah, that's what Middle Aged Man said on SNL. Hey, yeah. working working on, on my it.
2: Gut? I was thinking more of uh, when you're like, um, how does it feel to be small? I think of the Steve Martin. Let's get small. Oh, let's get, let's
0: small. get small. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I, I first met you, Phil. Um, When uh, Dave Roof was putting together that um, compilation record, uh, that was anti-fascist or something like that, Um, and I'd I'd written this these lyrics over uh, over what's that song called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Jimmy Zeus and Snaggletooth. I called it. um, Oh. Something about orange fascist or something like that. I yeah, know
2: orange isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you know, Dave told me that you. Well, I listened to your show and, and you commented on that, and then I, I said, oh, I'd like to get to meet this dude.
2: Well, and you remember all did that? You? <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, I do remember that. That now that you're bringing that up, um, and yes, I I was really interested into that um, that compilation. Because there really wasn't anybody doing that specifically at the time. And there was a lot of good music on that record, too. including yeah. so.
0: Um, yeah. Now, tell us, what brought you into
1: the world of small music? Um,
2: how many days you got?
1: No. Um, <laughs> start at the beginning of the universe and go forward.
2: Well, um, I, I'll start... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know that there is a huge universe of small music.
1: And um, I don't wow.
2: know. I, I don't oxymoronic. know what really. All it's of the kind small of a people add up to a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, it's a. a it's a, a. It was a process. I'm going to say because um, years ago, uh, I uh, my record buying days or CD buying days, whatever you want to call it. Um, I would always make sure that I bought stuff besides, you know, the known stuff, which is good. You know, a lot of the known stuff at the time was really good. Uh, But I would always buy something that I didn't know. And I was a big, uh, I was a big purchaser of uh, stuff on sale (laughs) (laughs) on on the day that it came out. You know, it's like, it's on yeah. sale. It's always, that's the time to get the stuff, you know, and then you come that's back, right. you know, like two months later when it's really popular, it costs like $2 more or, th- or more. Yeah. So yeah. I was a big uh, proponent of that. And, and I usually did fairly well with that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of maybe what started me in that. But even when I was younger, when I was a kid, um, I would always go through, um I had lots of brothers and sisters and there was always music around and records to find, and, and I would always listen to that. And that's kind of where I started, and I would always flip it over. It's like, why do you guys only listen to one side? There's two sides on there. What's the deal? <laughs> Go for the deep cuts. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't know there were deep cuts, but you know, some of the
0: stuff was really interesting and good. The B-sides are sometimes the best. Yes, yes, the Beatles are yeah. always flip it now, for those kids out there don't, that don't know what a B-side is, there's this little thing called a record, and it's a 45, which is a smaller record. And there's only one song on one side. You flip it over, and there's another song on the other
2: side.
1: Magic. Oh, don't you know vinyl's coming back into, uh, into vogue now? Some of these kids might know better than you do.
2: Yeah, well, I'm surprised true. they don't call them something. You know, since they call the albums or LPs, they call them vinyls. I'm surprised they don't call 45s like baby vinyls. How many baby vinyls do you have?
0: Right, right. But then that might get confused with um, those. Uh, what are they? The uh, They came out in the
2: eighties. They were oh the compact disc, uh, not the compact disc, but the CD R mini. No, 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 um, no.
0: A, a record that had, had fewer songs on it, or dance an, mixes, an or NDP,
1: yes. An there, there EP, Yes, there was like. Um, we need a were... young person in here to tell us about vinyl.
2: There was a yeah, little stretch where they had those uh, those 10-inch, uh, are those the ones you're talking good. about?
1: Yes. Like, during, yeah. the,
2: uh, during the new wave era. Yeah. Uh, Cheap yeah. can one, I know there were several of them. Uh, and they tried yeah. them. They thought that they could sell those, like maybe to start artists, you know, like yeah. new artists, introduce new artists because they would be cheaper and people might buy them. I and then, remember. And they didn't. Getting
1: um, a, a record out of a magazine. Like they had these really thin, flimsy things you could tear out. Yep. Like, did you guys? Did you ever get magazine
2: records? Yes, I, I know what and you're talking about. And cereal
0: box, and cereal box yeah. records.
2: Mad. Mad Magazine would have one occasionally. Yep. Yeah. 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 They were always so, awful quality. Oh, is, is there any terrible. way you
0: can <laughs> you can guesstimate how many f- full length LPs, CDs, whatever that you own? Eight track tapes?
2: No. No. Yeah, I, maybe I, I by weight. I wouldn't want to. And I remember, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but um, it's kind of one of those things where um, you'll run into somebody and they'll go, yeah. um, Hey, you know, I got a lot of music.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and you know, I don't even understand that concept, you know, what a lot is anyway. And then you go, right. oh, You know, and, and they'll say, I got like, you know, and they might say, I have 50 albums or I have 400 albums. I go, well, that's, that's pretty good. You know, I mean, compared to somebody, you know, who has like, you know, Mm -hmm. five and I go, well, how many you got? I don't know. You know, and I always looked at it like if I'm counting them, I'm not listening to them. I don't understand. I don't understand knowing how much I have. And it's not the same as it used to be anyway, because yeah. You know, with all the digital stuff out there, I couldn't I couldn't venture a guess. I mean, it's yeah. it's just, um, you know, and then how many times have you bought stuff over? And, you know, does that count right. as, you know, I mean, right. how, many time, how many times have you bought Beatles stuff? You know, I mean, I got three, right. four, five or five copies that, over the years and then you
0: mm-hmm.
2: get rid of them and then you get something else. And then, you know, there's different formats. And so now nah, I don't even, right. I don't know. It's very complicated. I just say, I, I don't know. I got enough to keep me happy
0: let's just call that a really poor question and i apologize
2: yeah i i yeah. don't know i really don't know how to answer it because like i say a lot of stuff is gone i i don't have that anymore yeah but then i have so much more that's on drives and i don't you know yeah
1: i think it is, is a or good anything- question. because you know phil got to talk about you're not you're not collecting music for prestige to like show your yeah. friends how much you have you know uh, and I, I would hate to make somebody music. feel
2: bad if you think that you've got this collection you know this yeah. incredible collection i just never understood that kind of um you know that, that kind of measurement yeah right it's right. not
1: really constructive is it no no so it's not quantity let's,
0: let's move into another direction um okay. so did you start this jacking before you started playing drums or did the drums come first
2: um And I can answer that uh, a few different ways. No, uh, no, I I would say drums came first and I'm only saying that because when I was a kid, I, I, you know, I took drum lessons and stuff. I wasn't a DJ. Um, and I went to school technically to, to learn, you know, um, telecommunications or whatever they called it Mm -hmm. back then. And, uh, but then I stopped and then I was, of course i was playing music at the time too because those were like college years and everything and uh but when i was a wee little kid my brother had a um he had a reel to reel he had an rca reel to reel and then he went and bought a new one and he knew that i was like i knew i knew his wiring and everything man he had a whole bunch of stuff around the house and uh and i was i knew it all you know just from watching him what he had and how he used it and so when he bought the new one He gave me his old one and I was like, wow, I got a reel to reel. And it was a, I don't know. Maybe it was okay for what it did. It had a lousy mic. That was the worst thing. And it had, it didn't have meters. It had these glow things, you know, the Mm. um, glow meters. So that way, if it was too loud, um, you know, it would distort. So you Mm. couldn't really, you couldn't get a good gauge. You had to really know the the equipment if you're going to record anything like that. And this is where I'm getting into where I could like talk about this junk forever. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not sure how exciting this is, but anyway, oh, what I would it. do is I always liked the, the lists, the, um, um, uh, record lists for every station. You know, I would always get my hands on those if I can. And then when I had enough money to buy some of the records, well, you know, I'd mark them off on them. I, I, I was allowed to, um, I don't know if I asked for permission or anything, but in my, uh, room, I would tape them on the, um, sliding closet doors up on the, uh, ceiling on the stairway heading up, you know, wherever, when I needed more space, I would just add another, you know, um, area. And um, so what I would do with the tape recorder, this is all coming back. Okay. So with the tape recorder and the um, uh, drums, I would um, record and I would make my own lists, my own, I had my own radio station in my mind and in my house that I would have my own uh, countdown set list. You know, I'd have my top 30. Now they weren't always the stuff that was on the radio because I didn't own them, you know, but I would have stuff around the house that I would make my own list and I would uh, record it and play drums. I would play it and record myself playing drums. So I was, I was living the top 30, whatever it was. And then there, <laughs> there was a new list every week. And what I would do is I would take whatever was number one, if that was number one for like four weeks or something well i'd make sure i had a good song that was going to be number one so it would mimic or mirror the the uh, actual list Mm. and then so so i kind of did a little djing back then even though that's (laughs) not what it was but it still was so they were kind of they were were still phil's faves oh man it was great and there was a lot of unknown stuff you know there was i remember there was a single by and i don't even know if this is on youtube because it was only on one side, it was by the Eggheads, which was a um, a Ooh. beetle-ish group. It sounded great, and uh, things like that. Stuff like uh, my drum teacher put out a single, and I had that. It whatever, you know. It was whatever I could get a hold of that um, that would end up on that list. So, so I've always been kind of doing that. So that it kind yeah. of comes around to your question on that. So you know, playing the drums. Then uh, then there was a long gap in between. I don't know if you want to ask another question here, but. Um,
0: Oh, I do. Um, But I hadn't thought of it. Um, I'll think of a question here in a moment. I I love that story. And I was really intrigued. I I did wonder how old you were, though, when you were when you made your first top 30 list.
2: Uh, I typed it on a typewriter. Okay, (laughs) so (laughs) I don't know how old I was exactly. I don't know, maybe 12, maybe 11. I don't know, something like that. That's I can close see enough. that. That is a
1: great yeah. story. It's like the genesis of your show today. You it, know? And We're it really is, you it.
2: know, I haven't really deviated much from what I used to do. Uh, as, no, I as yeah. see you that don't sound. play
1: drums to it.
2: <laughs> no, but, but that would be so cool.
0: <laughs> that would be very cool. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, you actually are on a recording. Um, recently, you did a recording at Rooftop. Yes. Maybe you can tell us about that.
2: Sure. Um, That would be like a real dream come true. Um, You know, I can't seem to say anything short-winded. So (laughs) Um, the way that kind of came about was um, uh, I'll start it, I guess, where maybe where I should. Um, There's somebody named Joe Peters. okay, And there is a music weekend, a summer weekend. That um, And I'm going to drop some names, and maybe you guys know, maybe you don't know. Uh, M.J. Bishop was somebody, I think, who puts it together. She was originally from Sault Ste. Marie or St. Ignace or something. St. Ignace. I think she was from St. Ignace. She's now in Nashville. Um, and she put these weekends on together, and these people would, would uh, musicians, singers, songwriters, whatever, would congregate. And Bobby Pinnock is one of them. I know um, Bobby. Yeah, uh really, really good singer-songwriter uh, yeah. in various forms, too. Um, mm-hmm. And like I say, Joe Peters was somebody that he had a friend. Uh, that was his friend. And we had that in common. Well, Mike Stevens, who's a singer-songwriter, uh, do you know Mike Stevens?
0: I, I believe so. He moved out of town. He did a yes. lot of work with Bobby. Yeah. Yes,
2: he moved to Colorado. He, he passed yeah. away. But they had... Yeah recorded some music. And I think uh, some of the music that they had recorded, they were raising funds to try to help Mike because he was right. sick. Right. And um, so I was playing songs from that album. Uh, actually, one of them was on the uh, compilation, um, the rooftop recording compilation mm. that you referenced with your song. Yeah. And, uh, and I really liked it. And it was by Bobby and, uh, and it was written by Mike Stevens. And so I, that one was like a, a big hit on my faves list. And mm-hmm. so uh, Joe Peters was hearing me do these shows, you know, like when I would play it. And so I got invited to go out to this, uh, this little camp thing. And it's like it's somewhere around Coldwater or something. I don't remember exactly where, but it's somewhere out that way. It's on a lake. And, and they've been doing it for a number of years, I guess. And I didn't do it the first year, but they asked me the next year. And I thought, well, you know, I mean, uh, there was more connections. Uh, Mike Stevens, you know, we became friends and we communicated. And Mike was, he had a real sharp sense of humor and he was funny that way. And then, you know, I got to know Bobby a little more. And Bobby was saying like, uh, hey, um, you you ought to come out to this thing, you know, and and you can, you know, hang out, meet everybody else. And that would be, you know, like, it'll be fun. So I um, kind of thought about it. And then when the day came, it was you know nice weather, and I got off of work, and I said, well, you know what, I'm I'm going to drive out there, and I and I did, and I uh, met Joe Peters, really nice guy. Uh, he's got about you know a dozen, maybe fifteen albums out there, uh, which you're going to be catching up to pretty soon. <laughs> um, I think you're but, right. Yeah, yeah, you're you're keeping your uh, you're keeping your stick in the uh, in in the mix. Um, yeah, how many but, do um, you have so, so
1: far, Mike? With with ours, we we'll have um, our third you know hopefully this year soon and then there's
0: well there are seven there are six on this wall and one on that wall if you don't count the stuff that you and i did um back in the 90s yeah we won't count that we won't
1: count those. (laughs) yeah yeah definitely we did like three albums
0: three of them yeah total crazy but uh but so six um between uh the snyder barker project um Barker and Brasky and one Sunday morning light record.
2: Okay. And I might be, I'm probably not giving him enough. He's probably got about 15 right now. Mm. Um, but anyway, you know, he's somebody who made music and and made it pretty frequently. So yeah. we were at this uh, and, and like I say, he's a really nice guy. And so, uh, you know, it's a song circle. Okay. And I don't really know song circles and stuff. I'm used to sitting there on the side watching them, you know, and they tell stories. Yeah. And stuff. So anyway, they're, they're singing their songs. And I don't know everybody. I only know Bobby really. And I don't even know really Bobby's songs and stuff at that point. And so, you know, it comes around and, um, and I'm listening and they, you know, like, I, I think it was uh, MJ, you know, and she kind of holds a guitar out to me and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time since I did anything, you know. Let alone, um, I don't even sing in a car anymore because, you know, like I'm not listening to that kind of music anymore. So, um, but then I thought about it, and I thought, well, I'll pick something, you know. Um, I'll tell you what, you know. And I asked if anybody if if they knew "Ruby Baby" by Dion, and so um, so they kind of faked it because I figured that was like an easy E A B kind of song or something. And um, and they they had a blast doing it, but they weren't really doing a chord sequence right. So I I thought I thought it awful, but everybody had a blast doing it. And um, so from there, you know, uh, these are people that are used to working together, you know. And I think you guys do, uh, you know, you're certainly working with several people because you work together with yourself. Michael works with David, uh, and I know that 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 circle's expanding too. And mm-hmm. and uh, nice job too, Michael, and uh, picking up the guitar uh, as I thank notice. you.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, I, and I didn't realize you played guitar as well.
2: Oh, I don't play guitar. I don't. Um, I mean, okay. I I do and I don't. I used to, and right okay. right now my fingers are hurting because I'm trying to get back into it just so I can kind yeah. of start okay. doing the stuff that you're doing.
1: Right. Um, but that's right. a
2: different answer to the question. So I want to, you know, uh, I don't know if your eyes are glazing over from this or not, but um, <laughs> you do uh, great, oh, that's man. Great. Okay, so so from that little meeting, okay, then, um, I ended up the next year, uh, went to a conference and I went to a conference because Joe was there and, um, uh, a couple other people that I had communicated with that I was like, Oh, I get a chance to actually go and meet you and actually hear you play. So, uh, we had a, a fun weekend and then, um, And I was talking to Joe about stuff, and and I don't know. Sometimes when I say stuff, and I'm not bragging or anything, but sometimes I say things in ways that people go, "Oh, I need to write that down." So I would, I was throwing some stuff, and Joe's like, "Hey, I'm going to write that down. I'm going to log it on my phone or whatever." So I said, "Well, you know what? If you ever do anything, let me know. You know, I mean, especially if you do anything with that, you know, I'd I'd like to, you know, have fun with that." Well, when the pandemic hit, because that was just pre-pandemic, pandemic hits and then everything gets you know, locked down. I don't have to go through that whole story, but he put out an album called Collaboration. And he felt that the pandemic was really useful because he was able to work with people all over the country because we're, like we're doing right now, communicating through the Zoom thing, um, he was able to record music that way. And the album is fantastic. So I'm I'm playing his album, you know, cause it came out early this, uh, uh, well, early in 21. And I'm just like floored with the amount of, uh, with the variety that's on it and the people that played and the, the quality of the songs. And it's dawning on me that I know that he works quickly, that I should ask him if I should do, if I could do a song with him. And so uh, I, I sent him a message and I said, hey, Joe, can we, um, can we do something together? You know, before the album comes out, because I'd like to do something with you sometime. And he says, well, I'll send you a song and, you know, let you know what you think. You know, let me know what you think. So he did. And now I have to record it, you know because he I think all he thought I would do was is record a vocal. Uh, like he sends me a demo of how he sang it. and then uh, the idea was that I would go and um, record it, record a vocal, and then uh, send it back to him. So I contacted um, Dave, you know because <laughs> uh, ironically over the years, uh, rooftop recording and, and Dave's music, I mean I have um, there's a connection somehow. And I've always liked that connection. Um, and I liked his stuff before I even knew he was doing it. Uh, yeah. There was plenty of stuff, you know, that he that he was putting out. And, and I didn't realize it until he says, well, you got like six of my songs on your list. And I was like, what? And He goes, yeah, this is mine. That's mine. I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So um, hmm. so, I contacted him and uh, we were trying to work a date in, but, you know, that was still kind of pandemic-y type time. And then he was also getting busy because he was past that time where he couldn't be busy, you know, or, or was trying to make sure that everything was so proper, you know, and, um, you know, sanitary and everything, whatever was going on. So um, and then I think he actually, I don't know, I can't speak for Dave, but I think he kind of forgot about it, too, because <laughs> I think uh, like coming out of left field where it's like, what, you want to record something? So um, I, I had to poke him a, a couple of times and to try to fit to a schedule. And I told him, you know, I was like, well, you know, um, whenever you can make it happen, that's fine. So it kind of sat around for a couple months. But what I was doing was I was trying to sing, you know, because I hadn't sung in so long. So I was walking around and every day I would sing this song you know? Um, and then I started thinking about, uh, like, well, you know, I might never get a chance to play drums again. How, you know, like this might be my one and only opportunity. How about if I play some drums? And so I started thinking about that. And then I had an idea in my head what I wanted to do, and, and, um, outside of all the new music that I listened to and stuff, I kind of committed back to listening to some of the things that um like i want to hear something classic okay and i mean classic could be anything it could be uh so so those days i would be listening to joe's song and singing with it but i was also listening to a lot of uh beatles and uh and uh acdc so uh early acdc you know the real you know because i had never really listened to that before and i thought it's a good combination yeah and so and then the type of song is called selfie but it's a um And it's not just a a goofy thing about people taking pictures. Uh, The lyrics are about um, situations where uh, you're taking pictures at the prom and, uh, hey, all the cool kids are going to like this. And then the next one is like, oh, now we're on the uh, Internet and I can make money without getting out of bed. And then we're going to the insurrection that happened last year. And there's there's a thread that runs through that. And then it's like, well, uh, and, and it's it's it wasn't angry enough. (laughs) which is another reason why I have drums and guitars and whatever. And I was, uh, I didn't tell Joe this stuff because I thought, well, if he didn't like it, he could just take it off, you know, not a big deal. So uh, when I got with Dave, I kind of told him what I wanted to do. And I said, here, we're going to have this. And I, and I, I was like, I want the guitar and I was telling and Dave did everything that I asked him to do. And I laid it out for him. You know, I said, this is what I want. This is how I want it. Uh, and, but I had this preconceived idea because I had two months <laughs> working on this song in my head on what I wanted. So um so Dave was nice enough to play lead guitar on it because uh, I wanted an answer to the to the lead guitar that was on the other side because I was like, well, you know this should answer this way, and I was telling him, and then I got to play the drums and I wanted a double track vocal and because uh, I didn't trust what my vocal might sound like. So that's and not only that, I like the moody blues. I always liked the way the the vocals sounded on their uh, albums and, the poorly mixed beetle us copy versions that had the the uh, voices on both sides and i always loved that that is such a great separation
1: what's that (laughs) like the strict one is all the way in right and one is all the way oh no no not
2: those not those those were awful um (laughs) but i was talking about the awful stereo mix where like from uh something new where they had they actually had like john would be in both ears on the vocals and stuff and you would have the all of the symbols and stuff would be over your head and things. And it was like, it was such a great mix to me that, you know, but like, Mm -hmm. because they're not, um, they weren't, because they were kind of bastards, bastardized stereo versions, that people Mm -hmm. don't like that. But that's, that's what I listened to, you know, like we didn't have another choice. We didn't even know there were other albums, you know, for the most (laughs) part. And I, I hate it in Beatles discussion rooms where they're like, Well, there was no Meet the Beatles where I lived, you know, and it's like, well, there was no With the Beatles where I lived, you know, it's just a stupid argument. So, uh, so I wanted that kind of treatment, and Dave did that. And then, you know, um, then I wanted, um, where the where there is technically the um the attack section, you know, I wanted like a, a little choir type thing. So, me and him did like a harmony vocals that he uh that he double tracked and stuff and and that's, that's how all that came out and it's on an album now called turf wars that was released um january 6th and it's uh, it's a really interesting collection and uh, i don't know the collection as well as i should at this point but uh, it's got a lot of people on it a lot of the same people that were on joe's uh, collaboration album so that's kind of that is the shortest version and i could probably tell you about how <laughs> it all happened and you're the, you know, I probably warned some people's ears out trying to explain that, but I don't know well, if no, that was I, coherent or I liked not. your I
0: explanation. Know.
2: What is the name of the song? The name of the song is called
1: Selfie. Selfie, right. You said that. I was just writing no, it down okay. so I can go go and listen to it when we're done.
0: Um, and it's uh, Joe Peters is the... Uh, the actual artist that is listed under
2: the jodai warriors j-o-e-a-i warriors and that's him and his wife his wife's name is die so it's the Ah, jodai warriors and like i say he's been putting out since the mid-90s or whatever um yeah i want to at this point uh because i don't know that i have officially told this to you but i i want to say that you are an inspiration to me not you chris you have are. to translate. I, I was joking, Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you know what? I have a feeling what you're going to say. And that was like when Mike and I reconnected a few years ago and he showed me the CD he did at Dave's. Um, It was Wagon Tails. I was so impressed with that. I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that is like, you know what? And, uh, It just sounded so good. And yeah, I wanted to be a part of that. So now yeah. we're in a well, band.
2: It makes you if, want if, to, it, but-
1: if it wasn't for Dave I would have
0: zero recordings cuz I, I wouldn't have pursued anybody else he's he's a good friend and and somebody I've known since he was 18 years old and yeah. we used to play in, in a the, band together
2: and the blurb that you know in that picture where you guys go way back
0: yeah yeah the, and the so, lollipop
2: gang or whatever it is
0: well I was before that um, even before that okay. the, the, yeah the band that, that we were in was called Blackbird okay and it was out of Adrian, but yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that, and I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, I don't think I'm, a, I'm any, I'm a really good lyricist. Hey, you're um, very creative.
2: Yeah, I'm, but I'm a, to me, from my point, uh, being a drummer, okay? Yeah. Or you know, and I don't even think of myself as a drummer, okay? Just, just don't, okay? Because I don't do it, you know. I, yeah. I, You know, I used to do it, and I used to think I was yeah. a pretty good drummer. But, um, you know, the fact that you laid out this, I know when you were on my show, you know, thematic, mm-hmm. WHFR, <laughs> heard every Wednesday, 1 to 4 p.m., I talked to you about that, because I said that, that was yeah. a big deal to me, was that it's like, wait a minute, you're yeah. a drummer, and you, get, you were able to put out this record, this good sounding record, and it's like, I need to know more about this, okay? Yeah. so yeah, that's like then drummers you, are real musicians,
1: yeah, well yeah thought? but you know
2: when you're when you're in bands you know or at least when you're in the kind of bands that I was in and stuff right. the drummer was um he sat in the back you know and just like uh, you don't really know music so you know hey you know like, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll ask you if we really need to break up a uh, if there's a tie you know you're like the vice president right. sitting there oh you know? well, yeah
0: and what are all the, what do all those letters mean? You know, those A's and the B's and the
2: yeah, right. B's and How the Yeah, right. How come you don't go to, uh, why aren't there any H's, you know? Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the joke, what do, you, what do you call a guy who hangs out with musicians? A drummer? A drummer, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> no, I, yeah, mean, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. You know, Mike, as a drummer and as a creative lyricist and whatever, and with Dave Roof's help, you put together a hell of an album and I, yeah i still listen to it it's still in my rotation and i really did yeah
0: all, all three of those records were, were a lot of fun and and there's they're, they're good listens
1: but yeah they, you they know, get better though i really am yeah. liking the latest one yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: the yeah. the bark and roof tales um yeah i want to say that because that was an inspiration and i think that that's maybe what pushed me to try to connect and do that and i know you weren't expecting me to say that right on this show or anything but i i'm telling you the truth okay that you are an inspiration that way and because you you kind of laid out that map it's like well wait a minute maybe i could do something of course i've had other people asking me um like uh hey you know a lot of musicians now have you ever thought about making a record whoa wait a minute you know and so that's that's kind of where um where I thought about, you know, like I say, your path, you and Dave, and I knew Dave and I trusted him. And,
0: you know, um, it's a realistic sort of thing for guys like us to be able to do, you know, you, you, you got somebody like Dave, he's going to make us sound good.
2: He's going to make yeah, anybody yeah. sound good. Yeah.
1: You know, and yeah. it's like when we, the people we talk to, I think, um, there's really two types. There's musicians with day jobs, um, <laughs> which is fine. And then there are people who try to do it full time. And yeah. being a day job musician, I, I am very happy supporting some of these guys that do it full time. It is a great, yeah. it's just a great collaboration to have somebody like Dave, I can pay him. I, it's criminal how little he charges. In fact, I was in, uh, we were, I was doing a mixing session on Sunday and I was trying to book my next one. He's like, "Oh man, I'm booked out for so long." I'm like, "Well, you need to charge more." Then he's like,
2: "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> Rooftop <laughs> and, recording.
1: <laughs> I know and it, and 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 it is it is great because yeah, we can I can uh, take some of my paycheck and send it by some of these worthy musicians, and then I get great music out of it. And it's it's a yeah. it's just a wonderful community.
0: So let me know when you're going to put this record together. I, I'm looking forward to it. I,
2: you know, it, it's in my mind, it's probably like about five records.
0: <laughs> well, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I so, get it.
2: you know, but whether anything will ever happen, I'm sure that something will happen because I know I'm working with somebody that I'm pretty sure we're going to go and, and do something. Do something. Good. I don't know what that's going to be. It'll probably be cover songs. But yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to go beyond that. I I wanted to. Yeah. I did. I used to write stuff years ago when I mm-hmm. when I really thought I could do music. You know, I want to do. music. Yeah. And then you know, then other stuff gets in the way, and and you know, and not only that, there's not the support like there used to be. You know, like there is now. Okay. I mean, you, there's yeah. several groups that you could belong to, and then you encourage each other, and you know, I yep. mean, and and that wasn't. I didn't. If there was, I didn't know about it. Okay. And so like when I would write a song or something, or I thought I had a song and I would, um, take it to, um, you know, to the guys in the band and they would, um, you know, one of them had a degree in music. And so I would have this idea how I wanted the song, you know, and this would be the ending. And he would say, no, you can't use that kind of chord on the song because it doesn't resolve. It's like, I don't even know what he's talking about, (laughs) but he was like being very theory on me. And I'm like, I, so it's no good then, huh? You know? No, yeah, you that's know? terrible. I, I, I mean,
1: I'm a theory kind of nerd. He was a teacher
2: I, too, which is, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, even the, more hurtful.
1: The problem with theory is that I think it's great. It's a great way to communicate and to think about songs and analyze songs. But I think too many musicians think of it as like Mad Libs for songs. You know, it's it's too formulaic, mm-hmm. and um. Music is whatever sounds good to you.
2: Yeah, and, that should and be I get, the bottom line.
1: Yeah, and as a beginner, that's not always helpful, though, because you're like, well, I don't even know where to start. And I think music mm-hmm. theory is a great place to at least be able to get... You could start writing chords and, and melodies really fast using some simple rules, but then you got to leave those behind. But leaving them behind doesn't mean you're... isn't bad. It doesn't mean you're breaking the rules. And yeah. um, that's... Yeah. Uh, like... My, Mike uh, wrote a song for our upcoming album that I think is great. And it breaks all of the rules of how you should write chord progressions. And I love it, but it's really hard for me to remember what to play because it's going to these places that aren't typical. And I love that. I don't want to be say, playing the same things over and over by the rules. you know. I want to do something new and different and creative. And it's it's one of the best songs on the album, I think. What's I learned? I
0: um, I am learning the rules, the theories. I you know lessons every week, um. But I I, I guess I want to stay true to, um, my weirdness, and so, you know, breaking rules is really important, Phil. And so, tell that guy to go
2: shove it. <laughs> well, he's not around anymore. But um, you know, like I say, it just was kind of a, you know. Instead it's of disheartening. Being encouraged, you know, it was yeah. kind of like, Hey, you know what? That's, that's probably not bad. You know, the, what you got, like they used to do with Ringo. I mean, come on. You yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Ringo. You learned a new chord, a minor. Hey, way to go. Not Ringo! You. <laughs> you know, uh, I <laughs> yeah. mean, come on. Uh, and, you know, he was trying, you know, I mean, what do you want? And then we get Octopus's garden out of it. What's the problem?
0: Right. Oh, so good. Right. Now, you know, y- you play and write what you feel and, You know, it it doesn't necessarily have to fit rules because, you know, rules are for pop music.
1: Well, they're also there to help you if you're not feeling anything and you need to write something. (laughs) One, four, five,
0: one, four, five, one, four, five.
1: Rules can be very (laughs) liberating, you know, because what I try to do when I write, though, is try to think of you have to think of what what part of the song do I want to be innovative and creative? and the rest of the song just do it normal because once you start innovating too many things it, it it can become a mess so sometimes these rules are a nice anchor especially for me who sometimes like tries to do play it a little too fancy you know to bring me back down to earth so yeah the theory i do think it it can be used for good and and for Instead discouraging of yeah. drummers from writing songs, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was all a conspiracy to keep drummers from making good music. Well, that's <laughs> like, it. If we let them that's make it. music, it's like, oh my god, it's going to be so incredible. We can't. <laughs> what, what'll we do then? Yeah, right, we we're losing pieces of the pie.
0: <laughs> you know, Phil, I don't I don't know if I told you this story, but I, I was playing with a group of guys once, and, and and the guitarist said, you know, all the musicians stop at this part, and so I stopped, and he said, no, no, drums keep going on. Like, wait, wait! All the musicians st- and I, huh?
1: <laughs> hey, watch I guess he meant he meant tonal instruments,
2: maybe. Hey, well, um, he.
1: Go ahead.
0: Alliteration is important. Go ahead, Phil. Man,
2: I was going to say. Well, I, I want to mention this before I forget. And uh, Chris, I watched your. Um, you did some video with um, um, uh, chords. And uh, variations on chords. That was really good. My um,
1: music theory videos. Yes. Yes.
2: yes. I have a new one about. I need to watch and learn that more. You know, I mean, I, I need to memorize.
1: Well, I am trying to do some of them. Like I do know a lot of people and not just drummers, but like maybe guitarist. You learn the campfire chords and you learn a few songs and you're like, well, how how do I use these? How do I write songs? And you know, just people I know through open mic and whatever are sort of asking the same questions. And I wanted to make a few videos that would, I think, be helpful to address those. Because if somebody asks you that, like, point blank, you're like, wait a minute, how do I use chords to write a song? And I'm like, "Uh," and then I'll start rambling for 45 minutes and they'll get nothing out of it. So <laughs> what I was hoping with some of these videos are, yeah, like you could If you are somebody who's asking the question, is all right, all right, I know basic chords. What what should I do with them? You know, what makes sense? And hopefully if you just watch a few of those videos, it it, it'll be enough to get you started. Enough to be dangerous,
2: you know. Dangerous is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, look out. It's something to strive for. Well, I I I mean, so
1: much, especially pop music, so much of what was is it meant to be simple and it is meant to be played like it's like a do it yourself, putting music together in the garage, you know, that is the best music, in my opinion.
2: Well, it's, it's certainly because it's basic. Lots of times it's very strong. I, I want to go back to I had seen and I hadn't seen it yet. But uh, a couple weeks ago, I saw most of the McCartney 321s. And in the beginning, he says something about, you know, the songs He's talking about the early songs. And he says, you know, like the early songs were basic and and whatever. And he says, and they were, and they were good. He says, and and they were memorable. And he said, they had to be memorable because they didn't have any equipment to record it on. You know, it's like, (laughs) you had to remember what you were writing. You know, that was important. And if you forgot
1: it, the song would just be become whatever you remembered.
2: Right. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, that's like, well, I never thought of it that way. It was an interesting perspective. You know, like, well, why were the Beatles songs so simple, you know, in the beginning? Well, because they had to be. you know, wasn't necessarily because they couldn't do these other things, although they were still learning, you know, themselves. And they talk about those days where they would pick up a a new chord or something, get all excited about it.
1: (laughs) Uh, I love those days. The beauty is there's still more chords to discover. I tell you, they're
2: never ending. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm messing around a little bit with guitar now, but I I don't, I know I will never be really good. Uh, I just want to be able to maybe first of all, to be able to write, you know, something, and then the second thing, to uh, to be able to explain what I want. And, and, and that's yeah. what I've always tried to do with guitar. I just, I don't have the kind of fingers, I don't know, whatever. I mean.
0: Well, that was but, my intention too, because, yeah. you know, it was kind of a pandemic thing. You know, I'd never played guitar before in my life. And last year, you know, we weren't gigging, we weren't, you know, and I just thought, I'm gonna give this a try now. You know, now I own about six or eight guitars, but that's besides the point. Um, that's how we got. But it uh, but, it's yeah, like, yeah, but for, write, I've for got writing free, purposes, I don't even
2: play. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like so I,
0: uh, you know, uh, it's it's gas, man. Gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs>
2: um yeah, I, right. and i didn't even think about that recently it's like well wait a minute i got an electric guitar oh yeah yeah that's right i got like wait a minute i got a 12 string wait, wait a minute, i forget about it <laughs> i know
1: right. me too i think i just have a couple of guitars till you start counting them up i'm like wait is no. it ukulele a guitar well kinda, oh yeah i got right? something that's else yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want. i went to hawaii i had to come back with a uke. well yeah well yeah yeah i came <laughs> back with a ukulele not a ukulele <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey now, Phil. I'm I'm also very interested in, in what does your family think of your love of music? Are they supportive or or do they just kind of look at you funny?
2: Uh, they pretty much look at me funny.
0: Um, okay, but that's beside, That's not about music.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, I would agree with that too. Um, mm, those are tough questions um, because it's not because I'm um, I don't do things in a small way um i i am uh crazy into uh that stuff um and i mean i've been that way like whenever <laughs> whenever i whenever we started having kids you know it's like well you know i used to play the music over the stereo i, I would have headphones i've had headphones since i was a teenager and uh, and i have always used them but once we had kids well i couldn't play it over the speakers anymore so i went heavily into the headphones and i mean i bought like you know um, 50 50 foot cords 100 foot cords i would do everything with the headphones on i would wash the dishes i would you know whatever it was Mm -hmm. i would would cook with the headphones on because that's where i'm at you know and um you could still hear the music over the shrieking and (laughs) yeah right there's a. they even gave me a t-shirt for like uh for father's day or something where it was like um there's like they're like um um stick figures and it's like um Uh, there's a picture of like maybe a a crying kid or something in the dad. And I don't remember exactly what it says, but it's like, you know, something about like um, um, annoyance or something like that. And there's a picture with the dad with the headphones on. It's like, uh, you know, perfection or something, you know, something where it's like, so they, they at least acknowledge that. Um, But I I am over, I'm, I'm excessive and and crazy stupid about, I still am always will be. I think I have Mm -hmm. more music than I could ever listen to. In my lifetime. In, in hey, my anything worth doing you, so. is
1: worth overdoing. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, yes.
0: And that's, you know. Even making it small is worth overdoing.
2: Yes, yes. We can be point. smaller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife would love it if, if my music interest were smaller. Yeah. But I've been, I've always been that way. Uh, books, it used to be books before. It used to be movies. Yeah. It used to be, and, and, uh, but I mean, it's always been music. Music has always yeah. been you know, basketball, man, heavy into basketball lots of times.
0: Um, See, music is in your heart. It's in your soul. How do you, you, you know, it's, for some of us, you can't separate music from us and us from music.
2: No, there's no way. There's no way. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't ask like, uh, you know, I want to say, well, how how about you, you know, uh, do they support you, you know? And it's like, and I mean, I I want to say some stuff, but I don't want it to come out on here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why did you say that?
0: <laughs> I I get you. Yeah. <laughs> As you like, know, and, and that's that those are some of the tough questions where you got to tiptoe around the a- answers because you don't know who's going to listen. I hear you. Yeah,
2: Right. Right. That's why um, I'm like. Eh.
0: But the reality is, you know, you, uh, we radiate music. R- music is us. We, we are music. And that's just it. Sure. We, we, we don't really have a choice anymore. It's just part of who we are. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I used to feel that way about, I don't know what it was, pulsars and stuff when they discovered stuff like that. You yeah. Know, it's like, are you, or you discover about pulsars that they have? And it's like, Oh man, the universe has a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's some Everything. kind of gigantic really celestial fat,
0: drummer. <laughs> Everything has a beat, man. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know, it's the most important part of music.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, sure. It is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who, who it's nice to have another larger. drummer on on this for once.
2: Well, I definitely understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So and how long do you calling been... me a drummer? <laughs> um,
0: you know, you play drums. I, I think, I think it tracks.
1: I, I play drums too, Mike. You've seen my electronic kit. Am I you're not a guitar a real player? Drummer. You're <laughs> a
0: guitar player who who plays drums like just like I'm a drummer who is learning how to play guitar yeah
1: (laughs) fair enough I can I can work with that
0: yeah and Phil how long have you been doing the DJ gig now you you know you're welcome to plug your 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 show and you know um, tell people how to how to find it and all that stuff
2: okay well um, I've been with WHFR which is in Dearborn and you can find it at 89.3 FM if you're in the we now have Uh, we're changing some of the equipment. So we have a new antenna and it actually goes out like about three times what it used to. So we have a a wider area, which is like incredible to me. It's like, no kidding. That's great. Yeah, because before, you know, like once you got past like about 10 miles, it was pretty tough to pick it up. But it's still a terrestrial station. That is the incredible part about it. And, you know, where we're at, you know, there's a pretty wide group of potential people you know, so, uh, we're also on the web, so you can get it anywhere in the world, technically, whfr.fm. Um, it's not .com, It's not .net or whatever .org, or whatever. It's whfr.fm, you know, like the, like, you know, like the, uh, yeah. frequency, frequency modulation modulation. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you can get that. You can, uh, we now have an app for Android people. I think we'll have an app for, um, uh, the Apple people fairly soon, but you know, you Great. can download it. I think we're on iTunes. We're, uh, we're on, um, you can ask Alexa. I mean, I try to pay attention to what people tell me like, no, I just ask Alexa <laughs> to, to get it for me. Oh, cool. Well,
1: when I do a description for this podcast, I'll put links in it. Okay, so cool. Yeah. Right so it.
2: It. mine is thematic. Um, I do themes uh, because I'm also kind of anal about not only about music, but about themes. Um and that's, that's kind of where I, I go about things. Uh, and it's on Wednesdays from 1 to 4 p.m. And um, I try to take the the listeners on a journey that I have selected for them. And, uh, and then we see what happens.
0: It's usually a really fantastic journey. Thank you.
2: Thank you. You know, except Thank that you. one time. Enjoy the journey. <laughs> except that one time. It was a, it was a bad trip, man. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, almost one time,
0: oh, I, i'm not I, sure what you're referring was, to i don't want to i was kidding i no. was kidding <laughs> yeah um I, you know i could joke around and say well that one time you played my songs <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um, but no yeah you, you know one thing I, I really love about what you do is is you highlight a lot of local folk
2: and you know I, i'm real glad about that and, and i'm really happy because the local music that I play is really good
1: <laughs> I mean it is great. yeah I, I really surprisingly
2: yeah yeah you know and like I mean, Mike and
1: I we just got on this Facebook group of of a bunch of local people who are trying to get more listens on Spotify so um the guy who was putting it together I don't remember um there's a couple of them uh you know the, the ones Rod right Johnson yeah oh, they okay put, they put together this playlist and I go to listen to the list and I'm like this is fantastic this is just as good as listening to the stuff the radio would have sure yeah
2: um the variety is really incredible um Mm -hmm. and people are the nice thing about it too is that if you learn about somebody they're evolving just like you're evolving you know like you're 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 going on your own journey okay yeah and the journey is interesting because you know more about what you're doing and then you know then you're not so hung up on on the making of it, you know. You're you're more interested in the creating of it, and I, I think that's a big deal. Um, so I don't, you know, I, I'm glad. I'm glad people uh, people like the uh, local stuff, and that, that's really good too. Because I, it's it's um, you know, I, I don't. I, there's there's some cliches that I want to say that are my own cliches, but um, you know, it's it's just. Um, I, I had a good response last week. I played somebody and I don't know if I want to mention names or not, but um, I played a song last week and uh, I hear occasionally I'll hear something that'll say, whatever, whatever, you know, and, and there's things that are, that are, that are said, but I don't hear it very often. You know, I've heard from people like, no, you know, we get calls from like Dearborn Music that, you know, they were hunting down something that you played on your show. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I like that. You know? So yeah. And then and, and they're real happy with, you know, the fact that I played them. And um, this person said that they got plenty more action on Spotify and whatever oh. areas that they're on. And, and some people bought their catalog and things oh. like that. I was like, like, not just one, but a couple. And it's like, wow, you know, like, you know, like they got to they got to oh. kick up from it. And that, that's yeah. amazing to me. But that also means that, you know, that people were listening to my stuff, you know, to what I was Brilliant. playing. And it always sounds better on the radio. I don't care.
1: It does. <laughs> it's so cool to it be does. on the radio.
2: I don't care what yeah. the song is. It's just, you know, it always sounds better on the radio. And there's something, I don't know, there's something about that. Even though it's a one-to-one thing, it's it's there's something social about hearing it on the radio that you know that everybody could right. potentially be listening to it.
0: Well, you're sharing it. And that's yeah. a cool thing. Yeah. 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 And, Um, you know, I I like it when you say, you know, loyal listener, this person and loyal listener, that person, that's always kind of, kind of fun. And, you know, there was a one time where um, I was listening, but, you know, I I hadn't let you know, but then you, you you had gotten something wrong. And I just, I, I, I gave you the right answer. Well, um, what was that? Uh, Billy mummy mummy. Yeah. Was the uh, lost
2: in space or something. Yeah. And I, I yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was. It was. And I mean, I, mean I, I like that kind of stuff. I like that people I'm amazed sometimes that people quote me like later, like a week or two later and they'll quote something I said on the show. And it's like, wow. Yeah, cool. You really were listening. Because, <laughs> yes, I did say that. Um, yeah.
1: So, you no, know, there is something about radio and and like, you know, here we are doing a podcast, which is sort of like radio, but not quite. And, and I think it is something about when you're radio, it's the timeliness, like when you're listening, it is happening right then. Mm-hmm. And, and there yeah. is like a community feeling of like everybody who's listening and the DJ and everyone is part of an event that you don't yeah. get that with podcasts. You get oh,
2: convenience I, for the Philby shows. I love that, man. It's like, I know people <laughs> are listening and they're, they're commenting and they're sending me stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, Yeah, that's in real time. Yeah. And we're we're all experiencing this stuff together. And, you know, if, if you don't like something, you can tell me that too. You know, it's like, that's fine.
0: When Chris and I worked at Adrian College for WVAC, 10 watts of pure power in mono. You know they they had some canned stuff, you know, on on a reel to reel. That when the, when there was nobody, you know, sitting behind the DJ in the DJ booth, you ran these reel to reels, and that was. Eh. Well, we had some automated stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I it was yeah. good because then you know if you run if if it was dead air, people. You, And you go in to do your show, there might not be anybody listening, but at least, you know, you keep a little something going through and then you pop on and you do your show. And that's a I mean, that that is something we all have in common is radio, because I met Mike at the radio station. You know, I was I was a freshman and I'm like. They can. I'm this wide eyed 18 year old <laughs> off to college and it's like, oh, they have a radio station and I can be on it. Sign <laughs> me up, you know. Yeah. I I want the full experience. And um and I loved it. Yeah. I, mean, I did it for yeah. like the first three years and the fourth year I had senioritis really bad and I did not do yeah. it as I much did, as I I goodness. did it all
0: four years. All four years. You know, and and I, like you, Phil, I I have an eclectic taste. I you know I'd one song I'd play like uh, Steve Ray Vaughan. The next song would be Captain Beefheart, and you know <laughs> then the next song might be Captain and Tennille. You know it was yeah. a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Now we're talking. Now you're getting thematic.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right.
2: I you know I sometimes yeah. feel bad for people that only like this slice of music. I don't understand. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I only like oh you know like really i only like stuff from the 60s and the 70s you know like forget the 50s and uh sometimes i'll tolerate some 80s you know but i mean it's like seriously man you you divide up what you listen to like that i don't understand that
1: well you know I, i guess i understand some of it because there's so much music i mean you know there must be millions of songs out there how do you pick how do you find the ones you want to listen to? And I think that's where genre starts coming into it, whether it's film or, or book or, or music. You're like, well, all right, I got a massive amount of stuff. And you were talking earlier about uh, just buying albums on sale. And I was wondering, do you just go buy the cover or how cheap there? Did you get I mean, I know some of the older record shops, you would actually get to listen to them and whatever. So how how do you choose? There's so well, much music out there.
2: Some of that is true. Um certainly like um I don't know, pop records or something where you would see the album cover or something. You know, you could tell lots of times by the cover what kind of um what kind of music it was, you know. Right. Like um uh, the labels and stuff. You know, I mean Right. you were taking an educated guess most of the time. And boy, I'll tell you right. what, man, there's some that you know, I remember buying uh uh, things that were like wow I sure like it sounded good in the record store <laughs> right right and then you, you take it home and you're like wow that is like really bad and um, I want <laughs> to say always a gamble um, yeah you know but a lot of stuff that I took a chance on usually came out pretty good and I mean I feel like I don't know uh, I feel like I could find something good on almost everything you know on right. anything
1: that's so true. Um,
2: And that's, that's my, like, you know, like each album should have at least one song that's, Mm -hmm. that's good. Okay. Uh, Or somewhat good. The odds Um, are, yeah, the odds are that you should have at least one. Now that to me, if you ran across a song that was like, man, that's, that's a good song. I would Mm -hmm. be happy with that. If um, uh, other people are like, man, I paid for this record. I only got one good song out of it. Why, why did I spend (laughs) money? Why did I waste my money? And I'm thinking like, Come but you went, you know, like glass probably, half
1: full, man.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't. Sometimes, though, man, I remember buying one record, and I'm not going to mention the band's name, but they had one hit, and everything else was just terrible. It was not the same style. It was not the same feel. It's like they brought a whole different crew of musicians in to create this one song. And then the rest was a whole different band. That like was guys, weird.
1: We got to pad out the album, try to throw some trash on it. And yes, you yeah. do run
2: into that. Um, yeah. But for the most part, you know, uh, especially if it was done by a label, they try to have some consistency. Yeah. Um, you know, cause otherwise they, they couldn't, you know, sell it or push it or whatever. Right. Right. But, um, no, I feel, uh, but when I do my own listening, when I put a CD in or, or, you know, click a digital file, I expect my expectation is that every song is going to be great. Hmm. Just mm-hmm. in general, I, I want every song. To, wouldn't you want every song that you ever heard to be great? Wouldn't it be yes. like,
1: absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I'm surprised
1: at yeah. how many of them are. Yeah. So I admit I heard a horrible song about a month ago. It was, hmm. I was in a drugstore. And, and they were playing like Christmas music and it was this pop song. It was this pop Christmas song. And literally I'm listening to it. I was wondering if I could write a worse song than it. And I don't think I could. It was just, I'll try. (laughs) I mean, and Christmas songs are basically selling out. That's why I like, (laughs) I like writing them, you know? Um, but this was just like, wow, I, it was nothing but cliches. Like you could predict everything they were going to say. And then it got weird. And then it was and like got it got really weird. sexual. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> What? <laughs> Why? Oh, but yeah, that, that was definitely an outlier. I think that's what shocked mm-hmm. me. Is like, you know, you could almost like there's, Music is so great. Almost any song, there's there's great stuff in, and you can find stuff to love. And yeah, a little right.
2: pieces, little segment. And and honestly, that's the way that I kind of get used to songs and stuff. There's usually a hook, you know, and that's why mm-hmm. they're called hooks. There's a little section, and you go, that's cool. I like the way it sounded. And then the next thing, then you realize, oh, I like the way it goes into that. You know, if you listen to it mm-hmm. again, you know, and it kind of goes that way. And and you should get sucked into a song, um, right. You know, a song should be like, you know, like going for a ride. Every song should be like going for a ride, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. like it, and this is the scenery and it's that's the melody and there's the middle eight or whatever you want to call it.
0: Transporting you to another place, although sometimes I write, write songs that don't transport you anywhere. It's just they're just weird, too weird.
1: <laughs> well, what do you mean? Those are the most transportive. You know? I mean. <laughs> it's like come along on a magical journey too crazy.
2: And I love yeah. it. How many songs have you written, Michael? How many, you know? How many how many records do you have? No, okay. Well, no, I mean yeah. how many songs have you um how I, many songs have you I How many songs I, have Oh, you oh. Books? Let's go there.
0: Oh. Um like music I would have or to take lyrics? some time to 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 figure it out because you got like you about 60-70. I
2: mean, you know, that's that's a lot. At least
0: probably 60-70 yeah. including, you know, the stuff I wrote for Barker and Brosky and
1: Yeah. All this you stuff, know, some others green and Edgar Allen's yeah. toe. Well, like yeah. Mike was out at my place for a rehearsal a couple days ago, and we were. I'm like, all right, you know, let's start throwing some songs together. And he's like, okay, here's some lyrics, and he just starts digging through. I have got in our Google Drive, I've got a ton of Mike lyrics, and he's he just he is a machine. I there's no way I can write music as fast as he can write lyrics, and it's fantastic because yeah. I. I lyrics are pulling teeth for me
0: and i don't even i don't know if you guys know this but i put out a challenge on facebook um with five items and then i would construct songs around those five items and um i put it out yesterday and i got so many responses really you know yeah and i i've i've written three so far um (laughs) so wait from yesterday today you
1: wrote three songs just yesterday
0: uh, lyrics. Well, no, I, um, I, fi- yesterday and today. Okay. Two days. Yeah. Just two days. two days. Yeah. Yeah. And they're interesting. You know, I mean the, 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 prompts that I gave people, they gave me some really interesting ideas. Like the one I just finished was from Candace Fredericks who was on, you know, one of our podcasts and, and I think hers was hot pink and zebra and Alaska and rainy and, um, and something, something else you know and, and, and I constructed a song out of that it was a lot of fun. Oh, melon melon was the fifth one nice hmm. yeah um, so so prompts help
2: yeah I, I know uh, that works for some people and, and it's nice to uh, it takes you in an area that maybe you wouldn't have thought of
1: you know
0: yeah well it always takes me to someplace strange man
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the transporting I, I do yeah. want to mention that the uh, the Christmas song, you know, I, I told my wife, you know, that once again, I, I reminded her that I was doing the podcast and I, and I said, you know, the guys who did that Christmas song and she started tearing up again. I'm telling you, I heard <laughs> your interview with Michael Gentry and, you know, he mentioned, you know, he was talking about it's like, yeah, you know, it's like I, that she has that response. It is ingrained. It's the dollar yeah. store Christmas, dollar store you know, Christmas. And I remember when
1: you told me that, and it would—it yeah. is still something I think about. You know, when you write a song and it gives somebody an emotional response, it—it you—you can't—you know, that's what it's about. You can't have better yeah, validation than that, especially our songs, where usually the responses are more humorous, less <laughs> um, mm-hmm. less less of the deep emotions. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and Phil, I, I imagine if you put, put pen to paper, you would come up with some really interesting things.
2: Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I have no doubt about that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, whether whether they pan out or not, who knows, but that's part of the journey, too.
0: Yeah, and it's all about letting your inner freak come out.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, some of us don't have to try that hard. <laughs> but, some of, I have some of us inner have outer freak, person. huh?
2: what'd you say phil i said some of us have outer freak huh (laughs) yes
0: well okay uh my my outer freak. (laughs) that's right that's Um, right and so
2: i have a question
1: uh so we are talking about how you know mike and i we we did some radio back in college but we haven't really done it since have you been on the radio since college mike uh only on phil's show Right, and I was wondering, you, uh, Phil said you said that uh, you studied telecom, um. So I'm assuming this is have have you been had radio shows most of your life, or is this just something you've been doing recently, or do you have any other radio? I guess what I'm digging at is, if I wanted to get a radio show, <laughs> what what would I do, and do you have any recommendations?
2: I'm not sure at what level you're referring to, but what I do, um, the only radio I've ever done is the past 11 years. Um, and yes, I guess it is 11 years now. Yeah. Um, over at HFR. Um, but I had the the one year off technically. It was almost, it was almost a full year. Right. So, um, that was kind of weird, but no, I did not do any commercial. I, I took the, I took classes. I went to Michigan state, um, after a couple of years and having listened to, uh, lecturers, uh, first of all, there's the really dry stuff, which is all the, uh, satellite communication regulations, the FCC stuff. I mean, there's some really dry stuff when you're, when you're trying to get a degree in that area. And then we would have like salesmen come in and talk about selling time and stuff and, um, things like that, where it's like, I'm listening to these guys and, uh, I'm thinking like, uh, and they're kind of like uh, Herb Tarlick on uh, WKRP or something, you know? <laughs> oh and, yeah, and I Wearing yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I could not imagine myself doing that. Um, so I kind of, kind of bowed out. As a matter of fact, we had a guy that came in to do a lecture. Uh, you know, just you know, one of those like real life people in radio. And um, he came in and he, uh, I think he was from. WVIC, I don't know if they still have it over in Lansing, and he came in and, and he talked and uh, I don't know, he didn't seem really excited or anything, you know. But he talked, to he answered the questions and stuff, and then afterwards, you know, uh, Professor goes, he says, uh, if he didn't seem like he was really into it. He he just quit his job over at BIC, and it's like you know, ah, and I was yeah. like oh okay, <laughs> he's like he didn't. Hard to be
0: enthusiastic,
2: that. yeah, until after he you know did the did the meet and greet or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, man, you know, I, I just and and then you know when you were in radio and stuff, when you started, um you know, you don't start you know at a major market or even a you know a middle market or something. Right. You start at you know, I don't know. Middle I figured, <laughs> yeah, I figured I'd be in the middle of nowhere, you know, doing yep. farm reports and whatever. Because that's you know, not only that, but you know, they also said like well, the deeper your voice is usually the major market, you know, and I thought that's why I'd be out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, giving yeah. the, uh, given the pork belly, um, rates pork or something, you know. for the so, local. Yeah. So it is. that's not really answering your question, but I don't really have that commercial kind of experience. So I don't, okay. no, I don't know if that's what you're looking for. Well, that I, was I part know.
1: of it. I guess I wondered if you had done any, um, uh, as a career professionally,
2: no, but I, yeah, I,
1: I I hear what you're saying. It is, it. it's a job. I mean, when you, when you work a job, it's not as gl- glamorous as it is, as you imagine.
2: Well, you know, with radio um, they're, you know, they're getting rid of, you know, the disc jockeys, you know, I mean, uh, uh, not only are they getting rid of the disc jockeys, they're getting rid of the, the radios, you know, they don't put them in cars. <laughs> right. I was like, come on, man. It's like, what are you talking right. about? So, um, so there's things like that, and they, and they think that that's progress for some reason. I don't know, but you know, I, well, I
0: animation is just cheaper. Yes,
2: I mean automation. Automation, yes.
0: <laughs> animation too, I imagine, no, but that's automation expensive.
2: Yeah. You have sure. to draw a lot <laughs> of pictures if you have to
0: animate uh, something.
2: automated animation. It's probably really cheaper.
1: Ah, or
0: animated automation.
1: <laughs> hmm. But you that are so. But so you're doing this is like a a public um, at the college, because I know the the only two I've been on a couple of radio stations recently. And one one was your show a couple years ago. And then we do uh, a public radio show down in Monroe with Jill Eleanor. And I'm not
0: sure if that's public. I I think that's a commercial station.
1: Is it or is it a public
0: station? I I don't know. know.
2: Yeah, I've, I've I, heard I, of her. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you the specifics about the station. And it and it is so cool. And I do really miss um,
1: doing radio and whatever. So it seems like there are opportunities in like local stations and at, um, you know, schools and whatever. Like,
2: how did you how did you get your spot? OK, um, and that's a that's a good question or a fair question. Um, I was going to the concert of colors which is, uh, you know, uh, downtown, and they do it every year. And they have all these incredible artists that come in from, you know, they major artists that would come in um, from various parts of the world, uh, plus some local artists and stuff. And, and they would be on the, on the bill um, along with, the, you know, the, the famous people. But, you know, there's different rooms that they would play in and stuff. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not sure how much you guys know about the concert of colors, but it's all free. Okay. And they still do
0: my favorite, my favorite price.
2: Yes. Well, I mean, they've had some incredible artists and stuff. Um, And I mean, and you get to, you know, you get to go, they were doing it at the opera house. I think they switched to the uh, Institute of arts recently. And and, um, because of the pandemic, I wasn't able to do some of that stuff, but, um, but I mean, like, you know, they would have groups, you know, they would have like Ricky Lee Jones, uh, Yola Tango, all these uh, brave combo, all these, I didn't get to see them. I didn't know about them, but I, they, mm. that was when they had the Don was um, this the spectacular or whatever they call it. Right. Um, right. And it was the second year and they had, I, I think they had, um, I, I think it was with the MC five or something. They had some guys from the MC five and, and so, you know, they, they put all these people together and I wanted to go see it. And so I'm, I'm there. And then, uh, um, in between going to different rooms and stuff and listening to people, uh, I ran into the uh, WHFR table. And so, you know, somebody said, hey, you know, like, um, do you know our station? And I was like, no. And I'm I'm a, still somebody who scrolls the dial on a, on a radio. And I had, I probably ran across it, but they used to have a lot of pre-recorded music. And so um, I probably didn't pay any attention to it. And so I said, no, I, I wasn't familiar with it. And so they tried to tell me about the station and we started talking about music because it always drifts to that. You know, if I'm hanging around for a few minutes and then um, one of the guys said, you should come, you should be on our station. I was like, Oh yeah. Right. You know? And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. You know? So um, I said, then, and you know, like, I know what I know, you know, that's, and I still would say that, you know, I only know what I know. And so um, I said, how, how would that happen? And he's like, well, you come down, you take the class or whatever, and you know, you make a demo and stuff. And so I did. And um, that's, that's kind of how I started. Um, The demo, uh, because, because even at the um, college radio level, they still want you to pick your, particular kind of music it has to be this or that like we you know like you have to do blues you have to do jazz you have to do rock you have to do folk okay which one is it going to be phil spin the wheel and um i didn't want to because that's not how i grew up with music you know and it's still not how i listen to music and it's not how i think of music And for some reason, you know, for the people that, you know, for that run the the radio station, I'm not knocking them because that's what that's where radio and music is at to a point. And it was back then. And I said, I want to play all kinds of music. Phil, did you miss what we told you? You got to do (laughs) blues. You got to do jazz folk. You know, you want something different. Well, there's, uh, you know, maybe world, you know. And I'm like, well, nah, I, I like, so then I came up with this thematic thing, not that it's a brilliant idea or anything, but it was something that apparently they hadn't considered. And so, because um, yeah, I kept giving the, the same answer, you know, so I, so I made it, they said, why don't you make a demo, see what you do. So I said, okay, so I made the demo, because they wanted me to do a show, they felt that, you know, I was okay. So I, I made the demo. <laughs> That's nice. And, um, you know, it had, it was a, a Halloween time. So I did some Halloween songs. I did some songs about, I don't know, bread or something, you know, just uh, whatever. You know, I, I can't remember what it, what it was, but it was like a half hour. And I gave it to them. I said, well, you know, this is pretty good, you know, but they felt it was kind of like, you know, because I had the Halloween stuff on there that it was kind of, you know, like because uh, of the holiday, you know, like, oh, well, that's kind of like uh, gimmicky or something, you know. Yeah. And um, so I said, why don't you make another one? So I did. And, um, you know, with with how I would do it, you know, like eight songs or so, you know, on, on a couple themes. And they said, Phil, this stuff's all over the place, you know, like, um, uh, why, you know, like why you gotta pick blues, jazz, rock, what do you, come on, man, you know, like, we've told this to you a few times. So they said, um, why don't you try one more demo? and so i i said sure and i turned the same demo in <laughs> and he said phil is a, did you did you make a mistake you know you turned the same demo in and i said uh, if you ask me to make another one you're going to get the same demo <laughs> so i said that's that's what i do that's what i want to do you know i, I don't seek because we have rules at the station too and another reason why i wanted to do like a thematic or something that was kind of like all genre um, you know, open is, uh, because if, if you're a blues DJ and you play a rock song, well, you're, you violated the rules, you know, yes. I, I'm serious. You know, if I played a folk song mm-hmm. in a blues show, you know, then, um, mm-hmm. then, so I figured I'd be violating rules. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing anyway. So I thought, no, I need to, I don't want to have to worry about whether, I mean, and then, you know, cause then you run into stuff where it's like Cindy Lauper makes a blues album. What is she? I don't know. They're all <laughs> artists. You know, you're, you're a musician, you're an artist. You don't sit down and think, well, I mean, you do sometimes, or you want to make a standards album or something, but mm-hmm. I mean, really, it's like, how are you supposed to choose that when the artists themselves are like trying to not be pigeonholed? So the they boxes said,
0: are too small that they they want to put you in.
2: Yeah so so uh they said oh, okay so these themes can you do these themes you know and I honestly I hadn't really thought about it and I said yeah sure I can <laughs> and I've been doing it ever since because and I would you know I would make you know vacation tapes cds whatever and they lots of times they would have themes on it so I was mm-hmm. like yeah I could do it but I try not to do the real obvious things you know but anyway that's how I, that's how I got into it I, you know I ended up getting a show and They've been kind of dealing with me since, and it's kind of funny. It's like I knew it was catching on to a point because um, other people were coming in, and they said, "Um, we have somebody at the station that kind of wants to do what you do. Can you help them? Can you mentor them? It's like, I don't even know what I do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. It's like I lived it. I don't know.
0: You know, Uh, sometimes all that educational stuff tries to put people in those boxes, and and it stifles creativity, you know, and, and you're not about to be stifled.
2: Yeah, um, you know, and, and I think the actually there was a stretch where I thought about calling the show Whiplash because I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to play a you know like a folky song followed by a metal song or so just to see what kind of reaction you know that people get. Yeah. But even on my thematic, I, I have played I don't deviate into the goofiness as, as much as I used to, but I would play like mm-hmm. Dora the Explorer followed by Frank Sinatra on the same theme (laughs) it's like what (laughs) because i i you know i think i think it's more fun you know when you when you don't know what's coming and you and you really mess with stuff i don't know Uh, it's more entertaining to know what's
1: coming though you know you're gonna you don't get to surprise them too much i don't know
2: that's that's one of those things where like i remember uh, i don't know from one of those howard stern movies or something Mm. they could get Mm -hmm. anybody to play the music it's like you know like they can't get somebody to be you, you know, like you have to, you have can't have to automate that that. yeah, you know, like, like, and it's
0: your personality that sells the exactly. show. Really?
2: Yeah. 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 I would hope that people would find me somewhat entertaining, but I I'll take it if they just tune in for the music, I'm good with that.
0: <laughs> you are so humble. <laughs> um, you know, you, you put on a great show. And this thank is where you. you say,
2: thanks, Mike. Yeah, no, I said, thank you. <laughs> <Is> he... <laughs> I, I had to take a breath first because I wasn't expecting that.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I think Mike's trying to get on your show again, you know, no, nah, you know don't let him manipulate um, you. <laughs> but I, 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 am a listener,
0: you know, and when I'm not working during those hours, you know, I, I tune in and, uh, you know, sometimes I hope that I have a, you know, missed session so I could check out at least a part of the show, well,
2: you, you know, know
0: but I've... we're, Work first, right?
2: Well, yeah, you, you have to pay the bills. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. unfortunately. Well, you know, I really I see appreciate that appreciate that, you know. Like if if see, you know, like it's it's different if I play somebody and you tune in because you want to hear yourself on the radio. And I I don't think yeah. a lot of people know when they're going to be played on the radio. So I, I try really right. hard to let people know. But I would, you know, I really appreciate it when somebody comes back and they're not being played on the radio, because then that means yeah. you're tuning in because you like what I'm doing
0: right that's the real compliment well and not only that phil but you are a very likable human being
2: thanks again
1: (laughs) yeah mentor me on that how do you do that (laughs) um you know what i was noticing you know just doing a little research before this uh your show i mean you use social media pretty well you've got a lot of stuff on facebook and you've got a website i mean do you what um what other media because yeah, I mean, really your show isn't just a radio show. It's, it's multimedia. You've got the Philby lists and all of these things. What, what all do you do to sort of support it in the social? Cause I want to know, because you know, I, I hate social media, but you got to do it to promote your stuff. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't really know how to answer that because I, once again, this is one of those, I only know what I know. So, um, I kind of, Get into it like kind of stumbling, you know, all the time, you know, like you, like you know how you you play on a computer sometimes, and then you run across something, and it's like, whoa, I didn't know I could do that, you know. I, I that's me anyway, because I I've never taken oh, yeah. a computer class, but um, uh, my sister helps me with uh, some of that stuff. Like she's the one that that got me into the, uh, um, like WordPress and and the and the uh, blog, um, right. and part of that was because. I can't shut up about music. So um, <laughs> my wife suggested, like, why don't you tell somebody about it? Why don't you find some people that are like you, that you can tell about the music? So yeah. um, so I, I had the show. And then it's like, well, and I mean, and everything just kind of hinged off of that, where it's like, well, you should be on Facebook. Okay, fine. But I, I didn't know about Facebook and didn't, didn't really care. But um, so she got me into that. And then, you know, it's the same thing with the uh, I think she was doing a blog. And so she says, well, you know, you could write a blog about music. And I was like, really? So, you know, like, who's going to pay attention is like, I don't know. It depends on what Me. you do. <laughs> so um, I I think I'm somewhere now around twenty three hundred posts and I don't post every day. Oh, man. Wow. And some of the posts I recycle. But uh, the whole idea yeah. as I do stuff is that I, I I'm building that. I don't know the the universe you know the phil universe and you know each one adds to it so like even if you came in and you thought you know what phil is not that good and i'm going to start writing my stuff and and try to show that he's not that good or whatever it's like you got like there's a lot to catch up to man and and and, you know and 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 i love it you know because people are you know there's the credibility that people give it you know for for what i do i mean the the pandemic helped me in a sense that i've always wanted to be a writer and I always wanted to um, talk about like the greatest songs. So with that pandemic, I started that writing about, you know, the, the most awesomest song, the greatest songs ever recorded and stuff like yeah. that. And then so now I've got like, you know, um, I've probably got a hundred, over a hundred of each of those. And then that stuff that, you know, what I would like to see when I do that, because I don't get paid anything for it. I just do it because I, right. I like to, because I, like I said, I always want to be a writer. I want to be a Lever writer. A love. I want to be a musician. Want you know what I mean? Want to do radio? Whatever. It's all that stuff. It's like it's a. I guess I've always wanted to communicate. So um, mm. I would hope, but it doesn't always work this way. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing the the bark and roof tales uh, ghost town post. But I would think yeah. that if I if I write something for you, it's basically an advertisement for you. Yes, it it might you know do something for my ego. I guess maybe that you know that you thought enough to share it. But I'm, a, I'm amazed sometimes when I put out the list and, and, and you're number one, how no, sometimes they don't do anything with it. And I mean, that's not disappointing. Mm. That's, you know, maybe you never thought about that. But I would think that it would be something that you would take and say, hey, cool, look at this, you know.
0: And I, I mean, loved it when Ain't Got No Time was number one.
2: That's cool. Could,
1: yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I loved that. And, and then, think, you know. Yeah, maybe some people just aren't as, as social media savvy as, as Mike but I mean you
2: know I so I mean and I I try to keep coming up with ideas on what to do and how to do it so now I got geez it finally dawned on me one day that it's like well you should link the song so people can actually like (laughs) you know your lists become alive you know it's like shucks why didn't I think about that and now I've been trying to you know like I've been told for years you should make them available as a playlist And I just haven't gotten around to it. And I will eventually, but, you know, like there's always something like that where it's like, oh, I could do this. I could do that. You know, Um, I've had people tell me, why don't you talk about the albums? Why don't you talk about your faves list? But then I once again, I have to do that. I have to I have to I don't know, learn how to edit it because I'm sure I'm going to screw up or because looking right. at these pictures, I don't look like Chris and I certainly don't look like, you know, the background, you know, like the way you guys look on camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm all fancy. grainy and whatever. Not that I, I don't think I'm naturally grainy. It's just my picture on my computer. <laughs> is it, right.
1: is it a condition?
2: I don't you know. know. I, 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 I'm wondering, I can't see. I only got a little
1: picture to look at, but it looks a little well, fuzzy. And, but you're and right. Mike, Mike and I don't look that great, but we do have really nice backgrounds. So yes. that makes yeah. sense. For yeah. It. But I think That's what matters.
2: They all help it's the package everything looks good um yeah well chris and
0: i both have the same kind of external camera and so you know we we bought chris bought it first i asked for recommendations i followed his recommendations
1: and voila clear picture it's cheap too well i mean even even before uh the lockdowns i was doing a lot of remote work and doing zoom zoom is like you can't escape it now. So I'm like, well, this is the new this is how things are now. Let's yep. let's uh try to bump up my my video. So that's why I got the external uh-huh. camera. I got a green screen, I find backgrounds. I got this well, I mean, this is audio only, but I am wearing a headset mic. Um I've try I tried went through tried a whole bunch of them. So yeah like it's like doing anything you know as as you go through you get better and better at it as you try different mm-hmm. things yeah and and i mm-hmm. will never be able to do a thematic radio show as good as you phil <laughs> but, <laughs> yep. but my zoom is getting pretty decent i'm gonna give it a
2: b minus <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. i'm trying to figure out i'm looking at your background i'm trying to figure out what album cover that might be from it and, is uh, the
1: mandelbrot set it is a mathematical pattern of uh a fractal pattern so oh, okay i know fascinating right <laughs> no no no
2: it, it, it reminds you of something like i don't know like like a belly or or i was trying to think i thought maybe a metallica for a second but not really um i don't know it's just kind of yeah okay i saw the full picture there since you didn't yeah away. so
1: it is. It's. It's a certain pattern. Like if you're familiar, you'll recognize it. And it is just basically, it is a mathematical formula. It's the simplest mathematical formula that creates completely unpredictable, chaotic patterns. And you could have so much fun with it. Oh, really? So, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a. I'm a computer programmer.
2: So that's kind of. Ah, see, so you got you. Man, you you can tell me a whole lot of stuff. I, i
1: i nerd out in a completely different way we all have to have our areas of nerdism yeah
2: that's okay but by the <laughs> way can, i'll ask you a personal one yeah is that like your office is that your office that you're sitting in
0: this is my office at home oh at home yes okay. all right i
2: just wondered if it was yeah. you at work
0: well i do work here now since since the pandemic um I instead of driving to Ann Arbor, I'm sitting in a comfy chair, um looking at a, at a at a monitor screen. Oh, talking cool. to a lot of folks.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't um yeah, I don't really care about that. <laughs> 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 not not you. I'm talking about now. me. Okay. I'm um,
1: <laughs> But yeah, I'm I am. I home office. I am a therapist. I mean Mike and I both I like to think that we're um, our jobs are so inessential, we can phone them in.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <Yep>. And figuratively. <laughs> and everything <Yeah. laughs>
0: Right, right, right. And so, um, what's happening on thematic?
2: What's happening on thematic? Well, um, it's uh, I'm kind of taking a different approach to uh, and we've mentioned them a couple of times. My Philbies, and the, the yeah. Philbies are the awards that I give out for um, brilliant musical uh, achievement. And um, normally, what I used to do or had done was I would kind of go through systematically and do the um, do my Philby shows, and they would kind of be grouped, and I would go from there, and then I would continue on the rest of the year doing, you know, normal thematic shows or or abnormal or whatever you want to consider the rest of the shows. But, um, it's been so goofy the past few years. Luckily in 2019, I completed my Philby countdown. So everything got done by March, which Mm -hmm. was as late as it had ever been last year. So from March, when I, you know, when we weren't able to do shows until uh, I didn't get to go back on again until March of 2021. I started wherever I was at. I had continued to do the Philbies at PhilMac.com, and I was doing like the um, the pandemic Philbies, and I would list a few songs right. every few days or whatever. Well, then I picked up where I had left off on that countdown, and I finished the countdown over on uh, WHFR. But uh, part of my themes, and and you know whether you want to consider it to be a theme or not, is that I do. Um, New music showcases, and that's my theme mm, for right. that for that week. I've already done two this year. Um, mm-hmm. and I honestly I try to do one a month, is what I'm shooting for, more or less. Right. Because right. then it leaves you with the space to do the other themey type things. But um when I came back to the station, you know, when we we're allowed to go back on the air, I, I started off once again with I think I did like two uh new music showcases of March of last year, and then mm. um because it was so still out of the ordinary, you know, um, all of the, um, things that we had to do to go on the air and, and making sure the studio had, was kept, um, you know, sanitized and everything else. And we still can't have people in the studio with us. We do each show separately, uh, that has not loosened up yet. So, um, so when I came back, I started like, well, I should do some Philby, but I want to do like regular radio stuff. I hadn't done any radio in, in a while. So um, I, the Philby's got extended to like June of last year, which was once again as late as they ever were. So then I and I do awards for songs and I do awards for albums. So um, when I got to June of last year, well, it's not too far till technically when the Philby started again. I kind of like that, you know, there was only like a six month gap before the Philbies start. So, uh-huh. um, and basically, you know, I'm picking stuff for the most part, what I played during the year. So that would be albums or songs. They don't have to be within that time frame of a specific year. And I don't want to be, uh, to follow those parameters. I don't, I, I'm on fill time. I just don't understand. Right. Time. I'm not into it. Right. So um, when I started the countdown this year, I made the actual um, choice, um, conscious choice that I would extend the Philbys out longer. Okay. And I would do the shows that I want to do. When you came on uh, with Chris, the, the first time, Cause I presume there'll be another time at least <laughs> um, Hope so. once, once you yeah. open
1: it up again, I guess. Yeah. Once they
2: open up again. Yeah. So I, I delayed my Philby then the Philby shows. So yeah. it's like, well, if I could do it then if a pandemic can disrupt the schedule. So I'm, I'm just doing the shows that I haven't been able to do for a couple, two, three years now that I would normally do. And I'm going to follow that. And I'll, I'm, trying to do the most that I will do a Philby show is like every other week. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, once again, go to philmac.com, P-H-I-L-M-A-Q.com. And there's lots of Philby information there. And um, because like when I read a book or, you know, you watch a serial on TV, I don't like, I never look at the ending and stuff. I like, man, I like it. When if something's really good, I want it to last longer so now i'm kind of like before i would go from 100 to one so now i do 20 songs per show when i do this show so we can we can enjoy those 20 songs you know i mean the spotlight is on those artists and those songs or those albums and then i i still have time to do another weekly countdown i love this i got two countdowns in a show i just love countdowns i would I would listen to anybody do some kind of countdown and, and, and it could be either you agree with it or you don't agree with it. You know, I'm at least telling you why it is what it is. You know, if you mm-hmm. buy that fine, if you don't like it fine, you know, but I mean, people yeah. like to sometimes like the spitball and stuff, you know, and it's like, right. Well, then you do it, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, I feel like to a point, sometimes I'm sticking my neck out because, um, cause, uh, I don't want to hurt anybody. I really don't. Right. You know, right. and I mean, I, and I'm, you know, friends with you now, but um, yep. I try to do it so that way it's a, you know, so that way everything kind of gets placed where hopefully you're, you're happy with where it's at or, you know, um, that there's some recognition for that. And, but for somebody, you know, if I have other people on the list who are used to big recognition, you know, big awards and stuff, mm. well, you might not be that happy with where you end up. It depends.
0: Hey man, I'm, I'm happy with, with, with sticking at number a hundred.
2: Yeah, yeah, anywhere on hard. the list is a good spot. Yeah. I try to explain that <laughs> yeah. when I put the the final list together that it's like there's like every year I listen to probably a couple thousand albums. Yeah. Give or take. And then so when I put the list together, and I could tell you that when I come down to the and I, I just posted a blog recently about um uh you know that I'm accepting you know submissions for right. the years twenty nineteen right. through twenty twenty two. I'm accepting anything because if it catches yeah. my interest, I don't care. Um, right. but the idea is that, um, you know, um, I I'm, am i am looking at it all for the, for the hundred that I pick, there's still like, you know, at least 150 to 200 that didn't make that list. I almost always have like 600 albums that I'm working. Okay. Just in general, every year, there's a good 30 pages of, of records, 30 plus. So it's not like you just, oh. <laughs> you came in a hundred nice try. No, I mean, there's a lot of records behind it, you know, and as much right. as it seems like I like everything I don't, you know, I mean, I'm sadly, I'm disappointed when I hear stuff that it's like really awful. Some people, and I hate to say it, shouldn't yeah. be allowed near a microphone. You know, I mean, <laughs> why were they allowed to record this music or, or what technically is music, but it's not, you know, I I don't understand that, you know? And so I'm an engineer and that's possible <laughs> you know maybe they should have paid him more <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i you know like some people like when you watch you know i don't know american idol or whatever i, I it's been years since i watched that but you know they see something like who who told you you were good you know and i mean i want to say that but you know it's like some of these are just awful and it's like yeah you know
0: but you know you, you give them the old uh um support for 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 having fun with it
2: yeah one of the nice things that that happens uh, for the Philbies and stuff. And and you talked about the social media and I always try to tag people and whatever's going on. And I, mm-hmm. I try to thank them again and again on the list. So that way, in case they missed it, some of the stuff that happens with the Philby lists over, over time. Uh, I had some guys from Australia that I think they were like the number five album in like 2013 and they said, mm. just ran across this. This is great. This is, fantastic. and they, they were all excited about it. They posted it and shared it. You know, where it's like yeah. somebody actually thought this was so great. You know, and I mean, and I listen to people who listen to the music and tell me whether they like the songs or some songs on a list, and you know, not just people that they recognize, but I'm good with that too. You know, I mean, name yeah. recognition is good. You know, I mean, you're building up that following. That's important. Um, so yeah, I do that. I do that stuff. Um, that's the most important uh, part to me. I, I have had several people over the years tell me, um, you know, I was thinking of not making music anymore. I was thinking about hanging it up. One person in particular, and I think maybe this was about four years ago where um, uh, this person said, um, said, I mean, they'll send me these messages. I love these messages. I mean, who wouldn't? And um, I saw today that a new single was just dropped. And she was talking about like, you know, I just thought, uh, you know, why am I doing this? And she said that, you know, the fact that I recognized that and not just me, but a couple of people had had noticed her album and that, that meant something that, that, that got her to continue. And that's what get keeps me continuing doing what I do where people, you know, they give you the attaboy, like, man, thanks for, thanks for what you do, you know? And I mean, I get, I mean, you know, I, I thank everybody for listening and for, for the nice things they say. And, you know, I mean, that's that's all, you know, I mean, w- I don't get anything else for it. <laughs> and well, I, and, and, I put more time no, into really, it than I should, but, you know.
0: That's really reciprocated, too, because, you know, those of us who, who have been played on your show and, and gotten that kind of recognition, to me, it's a great honor, you know, because... I'm not in this for the money. Um, in fact, you know, Chris and I joked about how we we saved a whole lot of money by not gigging. You know, over the pandemic.
2: <laughs> I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Or I heard it somewhere. Yeah. I if, I, if I heard it on your show, might have been on your show.
0: Could um, have been. But um, man, we we do it for the love of of the creation of of these these sounds, and if somebody likes it, that makes it even better.
1: But you know it's like not even likes it but you're just talking about recognizes it (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know i don't have to i know my stuff isn't as good as some other people's and and that's fine but just the fact that somebody remembered it oh my gosh that's huge you know like yeah yeah, i saw you guys like oh my gosh i exist
0: (laughs) and you support that phil and and that's i think that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on the show because you know, you do a lot of recognizing of others. This is us, you know, giving back a little bit.
2: And, and yeah. I, I thank you so much for that because, um, you know, uh, you're the. This is the first interview I've ever done, and so you know, cool. I mean, from this We're side, number one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. you've given you've given plenty, but yet
1: not on the other side, huh?
2: Yes. But uh, yeah, but I mean, I have to admit, like, I wasn't sure exactly, you know, like, uh, I I wasn't sure what you wanted. I wasn't sure how to, uh, how to approach it. I see you just had to to let us guide it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, podcasts from the ones that I hear that are good, it is just a conversation. It's an intelligent, interesting conversation between people. And it's like, we know you know how to do that.
2: No (laughs) problem. Yeah um so yeah so anyway i figure the philbees will end somewhere may or june um i also manipulate them where um i i go uh i count down from 100 to 20 and then i start 21 and then i stop and then I'll, I'll switch over to albums i did this last year and yeah. started at uh, 100 and go down to 20 and then i'll have like two grand finales probably two weeks apart, you know, I'll do my top yeah. 20 uh, songs and my top 20 albums. It's nowhere near the beginning or the end of the year where people normally do their um, lists. And it's, right. it's my own list. It's my own world. And I figure my and time. I sometimes write that where I say, you know what? Anybody for any recognition, I'm giving recognition when nobody's given a recognition, like it's yeah. my own thing. So I kind of like doing the Lord's work. <laughs> But, I, like I say, it's like everybody likes to hear thank you. I, sometimes I, I'll say something like, you know, like I don't care. McCartney could have like nine million songs played all the time. If he's driving in a car and he hears the stuff, man, don't tell me he doesn't get excited. <laughs> right? Don't right. tell me, man, you love that stuff. I remember when I first started at the station, and uh, you know, then I was doing a couple of spots, so I had my yeah. I had to record my show promo. And then I was, uh, I, I was lucky enough to record, you know, like a public service announcement. Somebody mm-hmm. played them back to back. I almost drove over people. <laughs> 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 it's like, man, it's me on radio. <laughs> that is so cool.
0: And yeah. um, wasn't there a time where you had three shows a
2: week? <laughs> uh, sometimes I try to do those kind of things. Um, yeah. I did have two for a long time. Two.
0: Um, Monday and Wednesday
2: for a number of years. Yeah. Monday and Wednesday. So I I used to do the, uh, and I don't want to confuse people by giving out different times and stuff. Right. right. Yes. I used to do a nighttime. And then I did a morning show because Mm -hmm. uh, I had never had a a nighttime show and I wanted to see what it was like, what I get, Mm -hmm. you know, what kind of listeners would I get and things like that. And they were, you know, uh, different people listened. I also got different interviews because once again, people work during the daytime, maybe they could do a nighttime interview. There was a, a, a lot of nice things about that um but then uh the schedule got tight and and technically mm. at the station we're only supposed to be uh, like a two-hour show technically mm-hmm. you know like if you have enough people you know the it gets chopped up really uh, yeah you know tight so uh they had to take my show because somebody else needed those hours which is fine sure. which is fine yeah um you know it's just it gives somebody else a chance and and, and it's good so um you know uh I, I and then occasionally i would fill in for somebody so yes i can technically have a third show um during uh this last uh thanksgiving week um i did like uh, and sometimes i'll do mr jags um, who does the afternoon jazz right. show sometimes i fill in right. for him you know if he's got something going on so so i'll do like four hours or so right there and then i also did a a, a thanksgiving day show so you know it started adding up, you know, where I could do like six hours, eight hours, whatever, you know, there were, there was a week or two where I came in at 10 and went till four. So I did a six hour shift on those times where I'm lucky enough to do that. And, uh, but I always have, you know, I have plenty of new music, plenty of, plenty of good music. It's, there's a lot of stuff that I, uh, I can't fit in every week.
0: There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. But I got, I got to tell you, Phil, I really appreciate your, your love of music. and you know the
1: devotion it's contagious (laughs) it It is is. is. like it makes me love music even more to hear you talk about it
2: thank you (laughs) now i I get geeked, and i mean i get geeked about anything that i really feel strongly about Mm -hmm. um and if i'm kind of like and then you know there's the flip side where i'm kind of wishy-washy on stuff and if i'm not like you know i'm like well that's okay and i don't mean that i'm i just don't really care for it It's not something that I really, you know, uh, are are into uh, strongly. Yeah, no passion there. Uh, But you know, but I I, work everything I do that way.
0: And I really appreciate you sharing your passion with us and our three or four listeners.
1: We have (laughs)
2: dozens. (laughs) Dozens. Oh,
1: dozens.
0: Tens of listeners.
2: Like that commercial where it's like, oh, tens and tens of people are going to be watching this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, we get even, you know, uh, we're getting about 20 listens, even in the first month or so for most of our stuff now. But here's the thing is, is as we go on and we have new shows, people come back and listen to this. So, you know, given time, there could be hundreds.
2: Right, right. What? Um, What? and thousands and it goes from there well i mean everybody starts at one that's another thing that i always tell myself you can't i don't care who you are you always start at one no matter if it looks like you were gigantic at some point you know you started that first one is the hardest it is actually i don't don't think the first one's the hardest the second one is the hardest (laughs) yes because like i I think for for us the second one was easier what's that for us the second
0: one was easier because i was interviewing chris
1: well we low we 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 eased into it so that second one wasn't too much of a speed bump but no i hear you the first one it's all exciting and new and you're doing something but then to have to do it again the honeymoon is over you know that's the hard one
2: and the the, uh, another thing is to just be consistent you know like it's hard to be like you can get somewhere and you can build up a catalog of stuff by being consistent. That's what my faves mm-hmm. lists are all about is being consistent. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I, I don't get, and, and this is once again, this is just me, but if you're like a list that comes out of nowhere at the end of the year, um, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really, this is a big deal to me that if I'm doing my show and I'm, I'm playing the songs and the albums that are going to end up on that list. Okay. Yeah. And if I'm picking you, for an album, if I'm if I'm selecting you as an album that you might end up on the list, I'm playing most of the album, you know, yeah, unless it's I have not to. out of thin mm-hmm. air, huh? Yeah, it's exactly. not a surprise. I'm showing the work, okay? I'm showing my work, you know, that this is what I like, and and I've been proving it all along, and hopefully the audience is getting why I picked that too. I never yeah, understand yeah. a list, and I always hate the list, the year end list, because how many people release stuff like in December just to make the list? And right. Yeah. Right. I know darn well. How many times did you listen to that? Honestly? I mean, you know, right. uh, Rolling Stones release. Oh, I mean, it was a blues album, but I was going to say like, you know, they released it like December 10th or something. It's like, well, yeah, you know, you already kind of knew the songs anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, um, right. Yeah. I just don't, unless I know these inside and out for the most part, uh, unless I've spent that time with them, I don't even want to try to listen to new music, after June, let's say okay? mm. it's a little okay. bit different if I'm going, you know, I have to change that date because uh, if I, if my Philbies are going up until June, I kind of have to give it a few more months to try to, to pick up stuff, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. always something that comes in at the end. I mean, uh, you know, there's always something that came out in October, let's say, that mm-hmm. probably makes the list every year. Something does, but in general, mm-hmm. I don't want to put it on the list. I don't feel it's fair for me to even, you know, to try to say that, you know, um so i i try to be really strong about you know about that point and and you know and and formulas and stuff uh people like well this one has x good songs i, I don't even know mm. like there's like a mathematical thing hey you know what that's really cool if it was a math class but you know i don't i don't, I don't, I don't quite get that um yeah, music has nothing to
0: do with math
2: yeah yeah, yeah you <laughs> just plug it into
1: the music formula and uh it'll it'll tell you if it's good or not
2: <laughs> so yeah yeah, I, I, you know, like I say, I, I, I don't want to pick something unless I really, you know, kind of, kind of absorb it. Yeah, until yeah. I've absorbed it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good. That's it. Absorb it and, and believe it. You know, it. Yeah. a lot of the blogs and whatever
1: ever out there, and they're doing great work too. You know, they'll just I'm write about. I'm not knocking whatever. them. I just don't
2: understand them for me
1: but you know mm-hmm. you yeah exactly and and i think that's an advantage too cuz you're not doing this sort of as a as a job you're doing this out of the passion for it mm-hmm. and um and yeah i i'm sold every, every song that you like it gets on that list i know you believe in that music you're mm-hmm. not yes. just like well i got to throw some songs on the list you know no I do not get that vibe and, and I love it. It just, the, mm-hmm. the love of music comes through everything you do so much. It is, it's inspiring.
2: Um, yeah. Thanks again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think about some of the lists sometimes that people, and I, and I, I understand why they would get excited, but sometimes there'll be a list that'll come out and it'll be like a top 10 list you know, that somebody else does, but it's like for one week, you know, mm-hmm. and, and my idea of both lists are that um, if I'm playing you, you know, that if I'm picking your album and I'm picking a track off of an album every week, um, that's hopefully you're, you're starting to recognize the name. Now, whether that does anything for the sale of that album, you know, um, maybe it'll help for you making an appearance. It's like, Oh, you know, he's been talking about that guy, you know, maybe I'll go see them. They're near my, they're near where I live, you know, that yeah. would be the, the residual thing, you know, that it would it would have some kind of effect on that, you know. Like Phil keeps talking about them, you know. So, yeah,
1: hey, mm-hmm. I trust
2: Phil, you know, like that yeah, might be a good thing, you know. And, and, I, and I would like that, you know, that would be a cool thing, you know. Tell them Phil sent you. <laughs> 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 and and, that's and that's, good. It's, once again, it's all about memory, name recognition, things like that. Yeah. It's all important to me, you know. And uh, yeah. looking at the list from over the years, man, there's some people that I was – I was curious on some of the things, you know, like I don't have like a what's his name, Joel Whitburn, of uh, Billboard, you know, he put all those Billboard mm. books together. I don't know who does them now mm-hmm. if anybody does, but um, he kind of cataloged them all. And I was trying to take a look and see, well, who's been on the list, you know, maybe for the albums. And I had some ideas I'm like, well, you know what, some of those people have been on a list for more than a year, you know, and that's pretty good for you know for the amount of years that, that I've been is. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that is. I should have looked yours up just for fun before I did the show, but I'm sure you've been on there for a number. You've probably been on for half a year.
0: Um, Probably, you know, and, I think
2: four you've got months or so, maybe, you know, like some, yeah, I think in, you, total, you, in total.
0: Yeah. And I think you've got one Barker and Brosky and one from Bark's Tales of Woe or something
2: like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure uh, you've been on there uh. for a number of years, but yeah,
1: that's like uh, double dipping. You know, with multiple acts. I don't know.
2: He wants that name
1: recognition. <laughs> well, you game in the system. It's all about. You should the, hear
0: the Rosic and Barker stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he, you know, if he's doing his whiplash show, that might be, um, yeah, might be appropriate yeah. for
2: that. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't call it whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, the concept is still there, sort of, you know, sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's been great talking to you, Phil. And hell yeah, oh,
1: you know, I could any I, last this words, could go any on forever. It could. I could just talk to somebody who is so into music. It is, it really is invigorating. Sometimes I, I get a little fatigued, and it's like, <laughs> oh, music. But man, now no. Chris, what is that question you like to ask at the end? Uh-huh. Oh, right. Well, um, I guess this is the part where we're like. Since you are selling us on all this great music, is there any, um, any bands or acts or songs that you want to give a shout out to that maybe you think are really great and, and need a little extra attention? <laughs> or honestly, any, any other radio shows we should be listening to? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your time to, to share the love.
2: Well, I'll tell you, I listen to, um, I always listen to um, Breakfast with the Beatles that's uh, ah. basically a podcast. I really like that yeah. Dennis Mitchell. Um, I like the depth that he gives to um, I'm, and I mean, weekly. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, and I mean, I'm not trying to, I mean, man, there are some really um, beetle geeks and stuff. And I, mm. I think I'm heavy and, you know, and I know that they're all, there's there's so many other people. there, so much more into it. Right. Right. Um, I have beetle albums. I still haven't listened to. <laughs> it's one <laughs> wow. of those things where it's, what's good about the the most recent stuff but them re-releasing the albums is like oh right. there's new stuff that i could listen to <laughs> this right. is great but like the the bbc ones and stuff i haven't listened to yet i just because I, mm. I don't want to listen you know what i mean it's like i don't want to hear uh if like if i hit the end you know <laughs> i like to have <laughs> right. something in reserve right. Leave so uh, later yeah and there's uh you know and there, another one that i listen to usually is like um brunch with the Beatles. There are no Ruddle mm. shows that I could listen to, but man, that could be interesting. Well, that's too bad. Um, that's at, an idea. <laughs> and there's the station, no dinner with the
0: Beatles? Uh,
2: I have not run across anybody with that. So there's <laughs> there's still some territory there that could be open. Um, <laughs> what you call it? Uh, at the station, you know, we have a lot of people that do shows that, um, that are really good. Uh, the show that I usually listen to is later on in the same day that I'm on. And uh, it's Jumper. And he's on from like six to ten. And, and mm. Jumper just cracks me up because he's uh, he does basically an R&B soul kind of uh, show. And he's just uh, he's from Louisiana.
1: Really?
2: It, it's, it's a blues show, technically. But um, yeah, he, he'll talk over the songs and he'll, you know, like, uh, well, why'd you do that? I did whatever. You know, the guy will be singing, you know, it'll be Johnny Taylor or something, you know, and he'll be asking, <laughs> you know, I mean, it just cracks me up because he's, he's like a real character, a real funny guy. And uh, he's, he's just got all these old songs down where he messes with them. You know, he tells goofy stories of you nice. know, when he was uh, when he was young, um, you know, back in the day and stuff, you know, um, tells people to be careful and whatever, you know, and, he, and he's got all these people listening in. And sometimes he puts them on the air and it, it's a really cool show. I, that, that's uh, it's cruising and blues and mm, awesome. Yeah. Uh, cruising and blues in the nighttime, I think, is the official time. But yeah, you know, there's there's lots of interesting stuff on, on our station. And uh, but that's the one that I if I had to recommend something, I would recommend that. As far as bands, gosh, there are so many bands. There's so many bands. I guess you could just check your list. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, are <laughs> I kind of chronicle them over there. Um, in general, bands, um, and I'm not trying to, to uh you know leave anybody out, but the bands that I really have really liked uh lately um is um Diamonds in the Rust, which they don't. Prefer. Yeah, yeah. The, you know Annie and Rod Caps with Dan yep. Christ yep. and um, um, Jim Beiser and um, Alan Finkbinder. I have to try to remember everybody, and that, that's mm-hmm. that's just like an extra part of Annie and Rod Caps. Um, just know, an
0: extension, guys, yeah. Just
2: an extension, but the harmonies and stuff are just beautiful. Um, Sweetwater Warblers. Um, that was like one of the last shows. That I went to see before the pandemic. They were over at the Magic mm-hmm. Bag. And um, uh, so it would be like May Early Wine, Lindsay Lou and uh, Rachel Davis. Phenomenal. Like, I can't believe the harmony sounds so good in person. I mean, it just blows me away. And um, the Ragbirds, love the Ragbirds all the time. All the, of the time. Course. All the time. Yeah, um, of course. Aaron Zindel, TJ Zindel. Man, they're phenomenal people phenomenal musicians, uh, and phenomenal music. I mean, the music's incredible. And, um, uh, for, for rock and Nick unity and, um, Tom Curlis and the 46%, I and mean, he's just, you know, I mean, those are some of them just off the top of my head that I really think, uh, Amy Petty, you know, really, really good artist. Um, you know, Tasha Owens, um, Things like that, uh, you know, for R&B, um, just really good. Kenny Parker, <laughs> the classics are always good, man. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and I could probably name, you know, a thousand more that are like, it's worth going to check out local music. You can get really close to people. Um, yeah. Um, I definitely need to see you more often. I really feel bad. The one day that you recorded that live show, and it was mm-hmm. an awful icy day for me to go. It was terrible. Yeah. January. It was terrible. Gosh. And I, I listened to that I was like, man, I was supposed to be there, you know, but I really <laughs> didn't want to risk the going from, you know, right. from my home out right. there to wherever it was. I don't remember.
0: It was we, in Adrian. Adrian.
2: Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. But the joke yeah. um, sounded like good.
0: You know, we, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know Chris was there and a bunch of other folk Yeah
2: Yeah my my
0: uh my rock band the Mighty Rhythm Bandits with a kind of the core mm-hmm. um and of course Dave Roof was there um but okay I mean, there are lots of bands that, that that we could certainly give a shout out to and some see... of those will Go ahead, Go ahead. Some see... of those will be talking talking to on this uh
2: podcast you know at, at some well, point i want to see molly wop who was my number one album last year my uh best album of the year i have not seen them their album is you know, like it's a combination of uh reggae funk neo soul um oh man you know r and i mean it's just an incredible album and um uh you know they, it reminds me of uh, parliament funkadelic stuff wow and, but that's it's good you know, stuff it's new <laughs> you know that's yeah. the part about it it's new you know and it's really it's good. molly Wump, molly womp molly womp it's all wow m-o-l-l-y-w-o-p or okay. you know, check out philmack.com <laughs> yep it'll be there i will uh because <laughs> it's I'll on there in The description yeah plenty
1: absolutely
0: of time. absolutely yeah. well phil it's been a lot of fun um you've been talking with barker and broski on making it small In music, um, any last words to the adoring fans you have out there?
2: Ah, uh, well, thanks for listening for sure. Thanks for inviting me as a guest. Um, once again, my show thematic is on Wednesdays from 1 to 4 p.m. I would love anybody to join me and you know, let me know what you think about what I do. Um, I would be having done this one time, I would be willing to, uh, you know, if you guys didn't find this too tedious with me, um, you know, I got got plenty of other things that i could talk about um <laughs> like like for example i'll leave you with this little tidbit um songs are too long man <laughs> no. just just as advice to songwriters it's too long man it's like you know you don't have to have a minute and a half of intro okay i'm not talking about you guys i'm just like saying in well, general okay <laughs> I'm blown away by how long, you know, like song should be like three to four minutes, maybe, unless you've got something that's really um that the scenery keeps changing. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I compared p- listening to music as you know going on a journey, you know, well the scenery should be changing. That that's fine, but I, I just like man, when a song's like five minutes long, it's like seriously, man, there, there should have been some editing there. Yeah. So I, people will probably hate me now because they'll probably think I'm talking about them. But I mean honestly. Um, <laughs> You know the best songs, to a point, and uh, outside of the classic rock years of the prog rock stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best stuff is like four, you know, like three, four minutes. You know, I mean, got you should be able a to stay in right? that span. What's that?
1: It has to fit on a forty-five.
2: Well, you know, I mean, there's there's something about attention spans, you know, um, things like that, where it's like, but like I say, I, I mean, I'll play it regardless if i like it but i know that there's a lot of people that that won't you know or wouldn't listen to yeah. it. and i just don't understand like you know ha- having uh you don't have to have an instrumental section in the middle if it's not going anywhere i don't understand this am i am i ruining the uh <laughs> the good vibe i had? no i mean <laughs> chris tells is- me the same
1: thing we need this uh, tough love. We need this kind God. of advice so that we can grow and become better musicians and writers. Chris, well, what's I mean... the longest song on our on our um, new record that's coming out? Uh, we have one that that is a little over five minutes, but that is oh. just one. Most of them are, a lot of them are under three
2: minutes. Okay. Yeah, ah, see, now, we... I can handle that in, in doses. Like I say, it's like, you know, yeah. like somebody a couple, who's a trying couple to of tell songs. I mean, unless there's a story, you know, like sometimes some story songs, you've got some like Lion Eyes. I mean, I listen to Lion Mm -hmm. Eyes. That's like seven minutes or so longer. Mm -hmm. I never think it's like a three minute song to me. You're taking me on this whole story. I'm cool with that. the songs i'm speaking about aren't like that they're you're repeating the chorus too many times you you throw in an extra verse you don't need and once again i'm not talking about anybody in particular i'm talking about (laughs) man i listen to so much music it makes me crazy you know yep um i'm just that's all ain't got no
0: time for that
2: yeah got no time that's for sure man that is great you should write a song about it Anyway, like I say, I you know, if you want to do this again sometime if you think that it's worth it, I, I will, you know, try to bring something to the table. Awesome. But I, I, I thank well, you for having me on this and I'll presume it's a one time. <laughs> well, there's so many people
1: we want to talk not to many, You know, sure. I mean maybe like if we started doing it once a week we
2: would start to get repeats. No, yeah. No, that's no. a lot of work. That's tough we're to not do. getting yes. paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But you know, uh, like um uh, I hope to have you guys on. To, hopefully whenever it opens up and, yeah. uh, and we, can, well, we can go back into the studio and, and do that stuff i would love you it.
0: know how to get a hold of us
2: oh yeah um, absolutely absolutely but so
0: we've been making it small with phil mac yeah and that all that music
2: so much fun what a great <laughs> yeah. podcast
1: i enjoyed this a lot oh,
2: good. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and i enjoyed it obviously i think i smiled more. a lot <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right no video we will just uh Everybody should know, though, we were all smiling the whole (laughs)
2: time. (laughs) Yeah. But we were serious about our our adventures. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.